This episode of the Double DQ Podcast is brought to you by Quit the Build. That's quitthebuild.com. You can go there. They have a Facebook page. Quit the Build is the awesome people who let us get... Try that again. (laughs) I didn't practice this, obviously. Why don't we do a generic one and just use it every time? No. (laughs) You were appalled? (laughs) You... To get that stuff out, and then you add the little flavor on the Quit end. the build is the amazing people that you know what I'm. I'm using this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going. This is this is now part of the double DQ canon. Leave it in. Leave it in. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Double DQ brought to you by Quit the Build. That's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's get scratching. Let's get scratching. Oh, Man, I've been on vacation for almost two weeks. What have you been doing? Working. <laughs> <laughs> Log4j. Thanks, Java. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what you're talking about, but I know it's bad. Just know it sucks. And um, I think I've remediated, though, but I am on call um, over the New Year um, holiday. So I will be um, doing nothing. Something's going off in the background right now. I can hear it. <laughs> what is that? I'm sorry. That is my Apple Watch that I thought I turned off. But How I'm dare a, you? I'm an old We're man. professionals, damn it. Yep. I'm fixing that now. The easy way. I'm just <laughs> going to throw it across the room. That's what, yes. <laughs> That's what you can do with, with items and loved ones and children. Just, <laughs> you're bugging me. Get out. <laughs> I do not approve that message. This is the last episode of the Double DQ Podcast. (laughs) I'm Enzo. And I'm Biggs. This is episode eight. Thank you so much for being here and listening. This one's going to be a little bit different. We're not going to be sitting here talking about what happened on the recent AEW show or Raw. We're just going to be doing something completely different. It's our holiday special, and we're going to be doing our top five matches of the year. And this one, by the way, is not disputed. We're not going to argue with each other. It's going to be Biggs' top five. It's going to be my top five. But then the next one, We're going to be arguing about we're going to have a collaborative top 10 wrestlers of 2021. We have our list. We're going to fight it out. Biggs is much bigger and stronger than me, but I have the intelligence to duck, dodge, weave and create mechanical objects that can like Batman. That's a good comparison. You're Superman. I'm Batman and nobody likes Superman. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) The movies do suck, but no, they aren't the greatest, actually, but (laughs) But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try our best to be as civil as possible when it comes to creating our top ten collaboratively. But we do have our respectful, uh, personal top five matches of twenty twenty one. It's gonna be fun. I, I mean, I've I've been very secretive. I have not been saying my list because I j- I didn't want to give anything away before we recorded this podcast. And it's only um, it's done very well in building suspense because I am very curious what direction you're going to go in. I think we should just go ahead and jump into it. I think uh, that we, like let's let me let me let me suggest a format. 
right. then uh, you can veto it if you if you do so uh, decide to. Let's do. Obviously, I think we should go with the top five matches each first because that's non-disputed, non-argumentative. But why don't we do your five, your fifth one, my fifth one, your fourth, my fourth? If that doesn't sound good, if you'd rather do all five in a row, that's great. If you if this sounds good, let me know. I I like that idea. I um, I would like to you know go with my fifth and yours because it'll give me an an opportunity to gauge what direction you're going in. And are, do you have a specific criteria in which you based your picks or did you just really go by which matches you like the most? It literally went off of what felt the most important, what I, what I felt in that very moment, how it made me feel, how I reacted. Like it, it, it was mostly just, it was me just geeking out and being a fan. That's, that's where this, that's where this ended up. Okay. Well, I'm a little bit further cause I'm a dork. But um, as a former geek that just went too far, um, I kind of went into the matches I got lost in. And um, with that being said, I'll go ahead and give you my number five. And it was a a women's championship match um, for the SmackDown title. And it was Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And I really enjoyed that match because... I mean, uh, it's to me, it's just like MMA. The ladies bring it and they lay their stuff in. It's crazy. The gas tank is crazy. Um, both of these girls are, or I'll say ladies, are fantastic workers. And I don't know. I watched the match. Um, someone recommended it to me. I didn't see it live. And I watched the match. I was like, man, things have come a long way. And I think that's an awesome representative of that. Um, if you watch sure. a, a women's match years ago, um, even though women could go, they weren't allowed to go the same way the men did. And um, that has that has changed. And I I think that they um, put on a, a fantastic display and I might even watch it again after this. I, I like to show this to um, my lady friends who are like, you like wrestling, blah, blah, blah. But you ever watch any of the, the, the women's matches? They're awesome. No, that stuff's corny. No, check it out. And they're always blown away. And I got to say that match, there's two. I have two two things about that match. The first one is. One of the reasons why, and I'm gonna spoiler alert. I didn't pick that as one of my top five, and the reason was because I'm a I'm a reader of wrestling news, and I knew that Sasha Banks was leaving after that for a while, so it kind of spoiled the ending. But that uh, won't happen to the common fan, you know. That won't happen to the common fan. So I, I get where that differs in me. But the the other thing is like, man, I wish they were still treating them the same way. Even even so far as WrestleMania as they are like now, like now they're only giving them two minute spots. They're only giving them 90 second spots. They're only like the entire Queen's uh, Cup. Well, Queen's Crown Tournament. Uh, that was the women's version of Queen of the Ring, King of the Ring, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the the all of the all of the, the, the quarterfinals, semifinals, all of the matches put together didn't last as long as one women's match on Dynamite. And that. That makes me feel so sad because they had they have fire. They have fire with Bianca Belair and with Sasha Banks. And that is such a good pick. It's such a good pick. I'm glad you liked it. And you know what? I didn't I don't know how I didn't notice that before. That's something that you observed yourself or did you get that from the dirt sheets? Like, did you notice that yourself? What about Sasha Banks? How they the the time limits that were placed. Oh, oh, it's all over the place. I mean, you you look at uh, uh, um. Oh, what's his name? 
uh, Meltzer, you know, Dave Meltzer and, uh, you look at uh, Chris Van Fleet and all the all the people who report on this kind of stuff. Uncle Dave. They <laughs> they um, were pretty quick about that stuff, and they were pretty quick to to, to let, release those times. Also, you can just observe it yourself. I mean, that's well, I like I watch Raw and I see a match between Liv Morgan and someone. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Like it, it doesn't matter. I can't get invested because they quite literally just take, give them two minutes and then they. They, it has to be a screwy finish. Oh, no one can hit their finisher. It's a roll-up, or it's a disqualification, or it's a distraction. Why don't they just see the talent that they have? And, and what you just said was a perfect example. That match was absolute fire. And the fact that Be- Belair whipped her as hard as she did with her hair and left those welts. That, <laughs> that was, was crazy. That's rough. <laughs> and, you know, I need to watch more of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I love to look at down the old stuff. I haven't been doing that much with the with – the, um, with the modern wrestling, but I was wondering like, how much of that did they say, Hey, I'm going to do this. You cool with it? Or did they just feel it? Like the rock did against mankind with the chair. <laughs> right. Like, like, cause that was, that was something else, but no, let me get lost into it. Let me hear your number five. I'm curious. My number five is actually a very, very recent topic of debate that we have had. It was very recent. It was very, uh, up and down and, and sore subject this, but also kind of like we, 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 we padded it in certain areas, but I'm trying to, my, I tried my best to figure out like where to put it on my list, but I didn't want to ignore it based on just the finish because it did tell a good wrestling story up until the end. So my number five, just for the sheer audacity and the fact that they went as long as they did and they did what they did uh, is Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson. And it was the recent one and uh, well, the only one, but the hour long uh, match on Dynamite. I thought the wrestling built up very well. I thought it told a great story. I thought that it was it was full of personality from each each person's characters and what they could do and wh- where they were weak where they were mm-hmm. strong and then the ending happened you know and had it been a a, a definitive finish which i know they're building to something else they're having a rematch i get that but mm-hmm. i i wish it would have had an ending i wish it would have but because the match was so bold because it was so good and i was engaged from the moment it started until the end um i put it at my number five Okay, so I can't argue with you on your list. Obviously. Not this one. Um, <laughs> but number five? Yeah, number five. Oh, the, yes. There must, that's number five. I, <laughs> all right. Number five. Okay. You number, sound like you want to argue with me. Number five? <laughs> they went for 60 minutes. <laughs> Number yeah. five? Are you saying right. it should be higher or yes. on the list? Number oh. five? <laughs> no, it's the ending. It's the ending that made I it number five. I get it, but they still did a Broadway. <laughs> There's not a definitive ending. Oh, I cannot I cannot justify number putting it higher five. than that. Okay, number five. The disrespect. It was, it was an hour-long match to tell a story for a future match. And I get that. that that's what they did. And that's fine. That, and at minute fifty two, they were hitting big moves sharp. I just remember, I just remember hearing the, the 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 bell go off, and Hangman Adam Page was about to make the one two three after the buckshot lariat, and I remember audibly saying, "Well, that ending's bullshit," and and I don't know if that is how I feel now. That's not. I'll just say that's not how I feel now. It was. It was 
because I later learned it was, you know, to tell a story for a new match coming up and they, they have judges in case it goes to the time limit draw, whatever. I get that. But in the moment, that ending soured that moment for me, but I can't ignore how good of a match that was. So that's why it's my number five. I mean, I mean that's me too, because I, I'm saying when I saw the ending, I'm like, what? We waited that long for that. But I, I still, I, I still can't help it. 60 minutes, but all right. I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> well, we'll go on to number four. And um, for that one, oh, and I guess in case someone wants to look it up, that, um, Hangman Page, Brian Danielson, that was Winter is Coming, Dynamite Winter is Coming, in case you yes. want to see what you think. Um, my next one was from um, Crown Jewel, and it was the Cell match, and that is Edge and Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. I, um, though the, every time I see Edge, I get excited because I think about, you know, there's a little bit of nostalgia. He's not an old school, old school guy, but the fact that he's still, you know, going at it within the, the condition and taking the risks that he takes. I really enjoyed that match. I thought the match was exciting. A lot of people were critical of it and put it down, but I, I enjoyed it. So uh, that's another one that I, I can't watch that one over and over again. But um, the first time through, I thought it was freaking awesome. <laughs> it was a good match. I, I remember them hitting a lot harder than I thought they were. Uh, there was a really crazy table spot with uh, Rollins going to the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was nuts. I didn't think that like that looks really cool. It's hard to come up with new spots in those matches, and they did innovate a little bit more than I thought was possible. Um, I obviously I'm, this isn't an argumentative list here, but uh, I'm surprised you picked that match. Honestly, well, there, I'm. I- you know me as as a, an old school fan and me like liking the way they used to do things and less hot shotting you wouldn't think i would be um a big fan of that i just like the way they went at it and um edge surprises me the the way he takes bumps same thing with brian danielson sometimes i feel like they forget that they're hurt I don't know, or that there's some risk. Maybe they're not hurt, but there's some risk. There's some risk there. They go at it. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. So I I made a list of like 30 matches and I was going through them all. And I picked the five that to me, like, man, if I was, if I was there live, like that would be crazy. I remember that forever. So that's why I picked that one. I just enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the Wardlow show heavily in Winter is Coming. <laughs> Most people didn't. <laughs> like, I, I like watching. It was a quick squash, but it was like old school watching the Warlord. But anyway, what's your number four? My number four, um, you're going to notice a theme with mine, and that is not without serious deliberation with myself and trying to determine what is, what what means more to me. and 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 And... So there's a theme. You, uh, we'll see if you notice it by the end of it. Um, but my number four is uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page for the uh, AEW World Championship. And that is because that match was the story arc completion. Like it was the completion of a two-year-long story that they never stopped telling. And then finally, Adam Page gets his revenge, his his just do his victory over Kenny Omega gets it back, you know, 
and that story is complete with that match and that that i just remember feeling like what a good ending to a pay-per-view that was and i felt great i felt great watching that i felt the rest of your list must be incredible my number three is going to really surprise you, I think. <laughs> I'm it's still surprised that – I'm sorry. <laughs> I just <laughs> – My number three is going to really surprise you. But but Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page is my number four. I love that match. Um, I, I, feel, I feel that with the both sides, Adam Page could have done a little bit more, but – Honestly, the story was told, per, you know, from the most part, perfectly. The right man won. Even the little nod that the Young Bucks gave Adam Page, like, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. Hit the buckshot lariat. And then, boom, done. And, and then it was over. Like, that's such such a good ending and a feel-good moment. And it ended the way it should have. That was that's my number match. four. And long-term storytelling. And you have to understand how difficult it is to do that with so many events going on. Back in the day when there was like four pay-per-views, of course, I'm talking WWE. Because it was that spread out, it was easy to kind of push a story along over a long term. Now, that's not something people tend to do. There's injuries. There's all kinds of risks where the story could get broken up. You don't want to wait for a payoff. And... Though I don't, you know, obviously this wasn't fully by design. It came together perfectly. So Can we not ignore the fact that Kenny Omega for most of his championship run was working hurt, like really, really hurt? Mm-hmm. He he had two bad shoulders. His back and knees are jacked up. The dude needs serious rehabilitation, possibly surgery. He's going to be out for a long while, and he still carried that full story. I mean, the belt collector, man. You know, he did all that stuff while as hurt as he was. Dude, I mean... What, what else can you say? What what an amazing wrestler. What an amazing performer. And yeah, like for him that was to, wild. For him to put that much into that match. And and you know what? They still didn't <laughs> they still didn't have uh someone kick out of the one winged angel. Well, they did, but it was Adam Page doing the one winged angel to to Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega kicked out of it. But that's not the same. We know that because he didn't do it. (laughs) He knows how to do it best. And (laughs) just in case anyone wants to look at that, that was full gear. That was full gear. Full gear. Okay. All right. It's your it's your uh, your number three. My number three. It goes against everything that I often say that I stand for, but I have to respect the work. And that would be All Out. I think it was All Out. It's Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. Woo! I got to respect the work rate. Though that's not my favorite type of match. I mean, (laughs) they got it in and you got to respect it. They got it in. Um, Again, when, when you're deep into the match, and you take high impact moves at full speed, you have to respect that. That that match is, was brutal. <laughs> yes, but the stuff they were doing, they there weren't a lot, there weren't any rest holds. You know, this isn't back in the day where the wrestlers crisscross, duck, hop over, sunset flip, blah, blah, blah. Right. There and then a rest hold and everyone claps at what just happened. That wasn't what happened here. These guys were moving and doing wild stuff that, you know, you can get seriously hurt if it's not hit correctly. And they were doing it deep into the match. 
a lot of it. And the only thing I really had against it was, you know, a lot of moves they did. If I were the the agent, that would have been the end of the match. <laughs> I hear you. But, but I mean, it was impressive. So that is my number three. That was an incredible match. It was an incredible match, and my heart never stopped beating. That was part of the best pay-per-view I think I've ever seen. Like, that AEW pay-per-view was... I, that Don't forget, that pay-per-view ended with both Adam Cole and Brian Danielson appearing. So that... <laughs> they never It stopped. was. It was big. I, 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 I'm not going to debate you on that one because it's an opinion thing. But see, also, I'm not as emotionally as invested as I was in 1987 when Hulk Hogan had to fight Andre the Giant. This made me feel like that. This made me invested in a different way, but still invested as much because we heard the rumors. We knew things were happening. We, you know, but we didn't know when. So I was like super ready for it. And then they just over delivered, which was great. But moving on, we'll get we'll get back we'll get back to you know that stuff in a, in a little bit. But uh, my number three, I said this was going to surprise you, and it will. <laughs> and it's because this match is my number three because of the anticipation that you that it's just who would have saw this coming is what I'm saying. Who would have seen this coming? <laughs> and on top of that, the callbacks to the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Bret Hart and the one, two, three kid, I picked number three as Darby Allen versus CM Punk because they did something I did not expect. They did a really cool technical wrestling match that still had the highlighted spots of what Darby Allen can do without, with, and they made it so Darby could still get cheered in a match that CM Punk came back in after seven years. I never saw that happening. I thought no matter what, unless CM Punk was a heel, 100%. Oh, by the way, it was in Chicago. Um, <laughs> let's just put that that's, out there. Hey, that's big. Darby Allen still got cheered, and it was such a mutual respect thing. And they did a technical show. They showed that CM Punk can still go. They showed the new style highlights of Darby Allen. And they and they they really they drove it home that Punk can still go. Darby Allen is a star, not tomorrow, but today. And that match just shined. And it was such a and it was in the right place, too. It was like right in the center of the pay-per-view. It felt right. It got me energized. It, it like that that night never stopped going for me. But that match in particular, like I, I can go back and watch that match over and over and pick it apart and go like, oh, that's the spot from, you know, Bret Hart and, and, and kid. And like, and, you know, it's just it's so cool to watch. And yeah, that match I picked for my number three because it was memorable for many reasons. Obviously, the biggest reason being Punk's first match back uh, in seven years. Yeah, I mean, that it was. That was a, a very good match. And it was much better than I expected. Number one, I. I just look, I can see the age on CM Punk. So I didn't think, he, I, I was like, ah, this guy's probably not going to be able to go the same. He can still go. <laughs> you know, so um, I was impressed. You are an AEW shill, apparently. But, I am. <laughs> but yes. I can't help it. Hey, I like wrestling. I like the word wrestling. I like the fact that you're allowed to use the words professional wrestler in AEW. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the facts that I think about. Hey, look, do you want your wrestlers to have to pay the local commissions? Nah, that was Vince's excuse at first. I don't know what his problem is now. 
Like you can't say what can't say title because they want to be an entertainment company. I don't hate WWE, but I hate the entertainment part of it to the point to where they're not allowed to say the word wrestling. Like that's ridiculous. But yeah. whatever. What that, that this is not. This is this is yeah holiday spirit. This is not what this is about. This <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But like I said, your your number three pick. It it was good. That was definitely a good match. And um, I was surprised because I didn't expect that out of CM Punk. I felt like it was very well put together. And I don't wish this on him, but I have a feeling Darby Allen's career is not going to be as long as, say, Jeff Hardy's. But we will see. I mean, if he keeps coughing, dropping on the ring apron, then good Lord, that that's one of the roughest spots I see. Also, did you see last week on Dynamite when he coffin dropped who was it? I uh, was it? I can't remember who he coffin dropped, but he he got them from th- like three quarters away from the ring. Like that dude can launch himself. Yeah, I mean it helps, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but I do believe that it helps that he doesn't weigh a lot. Um, oh yeah, most definitely. But at the same time, like I, you know, who knows? These guys know how to take bumps. I went to wrestling school in the the first few just jump back and land on and flat take a flat back bump. Can we get a rest? Can we get hold on? Can we get an, a big said? I went to wrestling school counter for our <laughs> podcast. Can someone do that? Because I feel like each episode you're like, here's my flex. <laughs> no, it, but it, but it wasn't a flex. All it told me the only thing I learned was that I can't be a wrestler. I can't handle it. I felt like a shock was going through my neck when I landed and I thought I was doing it wrong. He's like, you're doing it right. But it, it was like, a, it felt like an electric shock every time I landed. I was like, Oh, this is, this isn't for me. So <laughs> then I watch him. I watch Darby Allen do that stuff. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, not for me. I watch it me. all day though. And I mean, Hey, when I was a kid, I could do all the moves to the pillows. <laughs> Did you ever have a wrestling buddy like the? I, I'm, a, like I'm the... a little old, so when a wrestling buddy came along, it was like, man, that'd be cool to have. But you know what? I'm, I feel like I'm too old for that. But one I of my Sting one of my best friends at the paid. time, he had. Oh, see, I didn't even realize they had him with WCW. Oh, my yeah, buddy, the only he got Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, and he's like, we can wrestle with these, and I'm sitting there like. I think we're a little old for this. <laughs> My dad won from K- Paramount's King's Dominion. He won a, I'm talking like a six foot Gumby filled with beads. And I was, that thing got pow drived and choke slammed and body slammed <laughs> and back body dropped. And I hit the, I hit the, 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 the lamp on the ceiling. Cause I back body dropped the thing and I throw that thing all around. That was, that was the ideal wrestling buddy as a kid. It was a six foot tall Gumby, and I, <laughs> and that thing got destroyed until there was nothing left of it. You know, my idea, man. I don't know if I want to say this. My it was ideal thought, wrestling it? party. It was, a, <laughs> it was a giant Toys R Us giraffe. <laughs> that's that's that's. See, that makes like that makes it hard to do sleeper holds. No, but it was great for vertical suplexes. Okay. <laughs> and wasn't it, one, isn't that Jeffrey? Jeffrey? Yes. Jeffrey, yeah. Who no longer exists. Then aren't they bringing those back? 
I heard some company bought Toys R Us, but I thought it was just going to be an online thing, kind of like Circuit City. I might be wrong, but I think Tiger Direct bought Circuit City's name. I know uh, a year ago you could go to CircuitCity.com and buy stuff that's probably going to already be used and have scratches on it. If it works, it works. <laughs> but wait, let, right. me, let me let's get back to it. Number let's two. Wait, wait. What was your number three again? Oh, that's Mutual right. Brothers and the Young Bucks. All right, number two. What do you got? Dynamite winner is coming. Hangman Adam Page and Brian Danielson. I don't know okay. how you put that at number five. They did a sixty-minute Broadway. They were hitting big moves, crisp at fifty-two minutes in. I don't know how that got. I understand the ending was left a lot to be desired. It I was upset. There was no payoff. I'm like, you you took us on this ride for nothing, and it was like ah, but. I, I still have to appreciate what they did. So I'm not going to say you're wrong. It's a difference in opinion, but that's my number two. I, I just don't know what more you can ask from, from the, I don't know, 60 minutes, man. And they weren't, again, wasn't a bunch of rest holds. It wasn't like, you remember what the Iron Man match, Shawn Michaels and Brett, look at how much of that was rest holds. Yeah. That, uh, that match. I, I actually went back and watched that match. Not recently, but, but, a little while ago and that match is not hold up as well as i thought it did the, like seriously you you just watched the last 15 minutes and you i, I mean you know like that that's that's where the exciting part is but yep. that sounds bad you're absolutely right obviously they're good workers and they did what they Excellent they did what workers they did what everybody you know was kind of hoping they'd do they'd be so good that you couldn't beat either one of them and then it went to overtime so on and so forth whatever times are different than two there is a, a worse road schedule these are beat up guys who probably were on painkillers that come to the ring <laughs> things are different a lot was different you know what i mean they didn't have to see um guys like you jump on youtube and run down their work rate the next day yes i agree <laughs> <laughs> what's your number I, I, two i well to 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 double back real quick, I I obviously see why you put that so high on your list. I personally, again, just the 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 moment where I felt at the ending, I was like, oh, that hurts. Why is that hurt so bad? Uh, I, I wanted it. to finish. That's that's it. why it's there. Um, my number two, and this one might surprise you too. I don't know. My number two is Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson on Dynamite. Was it Dynamite or was it, uh, was it Grand Rampage? Slam, wasn't it? Grand Slam. So, yeah. It, well, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, and, and here's the ironic part. That one also went to a time limit draw. But for some reason, that one to me felt right. I felt when that match ended that – and also there was no stakes on the line. There, was no, there wasn't a championship on the line either. So when I looked at that, I felt like you're bringing Brian Danielson in. Kenny Omega, you know, hot shot and and like like he's got to prove himself against you know th this guy from the other company who's the best and this guy is the best and they they they're both are arguing about that and then it ends the way it ended. I actually felt like that was and also the brawl at the end how they didn't stop fighting. Like for some reason, I just felt like that was a much much better ending to a match like that and it only went 30 minutes not an hour. But that's why it's my number 2. That one kept me invested. And as soon as they hit that 25 or 20 minute mark, I was like, yeah, this thing's going to go the full distance. And I, I, I saw it coming. And uh, I, I don't know. I guess 
that one just felt better to me. I don't know why. I can't fully explain it. It just felt better to me. Well, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic match. Um, they they were two good workers. Um, it was uh, an energetic pace, um, good storytelling, and they were solid the whole way through. You know, it didn't taper off. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of that match. Um, so wait, you have no WWE matches? We haven't got to my number one yet. Okay, there's no. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. All right. Well. <laughs> it's let's, your number one. Let's. All right. I'll give you my number one. Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega at Grand Slam. That was my number one. Okay. <laughs> They're solid. Okay. The whole. I, I, I know we're looking at it differently, but the way I look at it is, they gave you very that. The progression of the match made sense. The moves they do made sense for the most part. You have to add in its modern era. So we got to do some stuff that it's like, why, why would you go through all of that? But for the most part, solid work, though it wasn't 60 minutes, it was 30, but they were just as crisp, crisp at the end as they were in the beginning. Lots of energy. Um, these guys know their characters. They know what they're doing. Uh, to me, I, that to me that was the best match I saw this year. <laughs> you know what else though? That match because it was only thirty minutes long, it didn't mess up the rest of the flow of the show. That's another thing that I'll say is that Adam Page versus Brian Danielson, the hour long match, it made the rest of that show feel rushed, which impacted the way I felt that about that match even more. Which is unfair. I get that, but it it is what it is. That's just how I personally felt. It's wrestling. I'm allowed to form my opinion just like anybody else is allowed to form their opinion. And but you, when you, you want to know something pathetic? What? WWE has trained me not to watch the show, to just look up each match afterwards because I don't want to sit through interviews. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with you, especially <laughs> when it comes to Monday Night Raw. I oftentimes just look to uh, Simon Miller on what culture and I look at the, the ups and downs show that they do and I get my wrestling like. The, like on Monday night, just recently, this past Monday, I was wide awake messing with my 3D printer and I was and I and I was I was recording. I was streaming on Twitch and I always go back and watch wrestling after the fact. I was wide awake. I didn't even feel like watching Raw because of how it's been lately. Mm-hmm. And I just caught I just caught up with it the next day. And that's that's saying something like it's it's got me to the point to where it's really hard to pay attention. and. I'm with you. I don't know. I'm with you. Um, I mean, we're not going to, let's not get into hating on WWE, but just know I'm with you. I I just look up the matches now and watch the matches. I can't watch it real time at all. It's got to be in a situation where I can fast forward. Or if I just hear a match is really good, I'll look it up. Though what I like tends to be different than what a lot of fans like today. So I will check them out, but I cannot watch it in the floor of their show because they don't even have three hours is too long. Three hours grief. Like WrestleMania. Like I don't have a day to give up for (laughs) But anyway, don't get me started. I mean, WrestleMania is a different occasion though. WrestleMania well, they are breaking up into two nights, but I I enjoy that for the spectacle of what it is. However, Monday Night Raw, every single Monday night, three hours a night. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Two hours is the perfect show. And then having a, a, a another another show that's an hour long. AEW has got the right formula. They just need to stay consistent. And they need to not hire too many people and have too many stories going on at the same time. They are running that risk. So let's, let's, hope, they, let's hope that everything works out. 
Well, see, and that shows you're a bigger fan than me because I liked the shorter WrestleMania. Like it, it was a, a ritual with my cousins and my friends. We talked about the matches beforehand. We wrestled around, pretended to be our favorite characters. Then we sat and watched wrestling for the hour and a half, two hours. And then we reenacted our favorite spots from the matches. And that was great for me. And um, But I mean, there's a lot more wrestlers out here now. And, Yep. So, I mean, there's there's a lot to it, but what's your my number, number one? one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number one, it's not a WWE match. I honestly, like, that was a good shout with Bianca Belair versus uh, Sasha Banks. I did not I did not pick that as my one of my top fives. Wasn't uh, Edge and Seth freaking Rollins? It was not. Actually, and this is based on my sheer entertainment. The fact that I, I, I mean, it popped it I, everything that happened I, it popped me everything that happened but the uh the match that i picked for my number one match of the year of 2021 was the lucha brothers versus the young bucks <laughs> i loved that match i thought like that match they left everything in that ring there were spots that i had never seen before that i didn't think were possible they never <laughs> ever, right, ever i didn't stopped. think were possible they never stopped I mean, that match never stopped from the time that it started to the end of it. It was go, 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 spot, spot, spot. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, it was the perfect ending to the Young Bucks title reign. And I mean, it showed why they're one of the best of all time. It really did. And it showed why the Lucha Brothers are the best, one of the best of all time. I, I loved it. I, If there was one match, and again, that's why it's my number one. If there was one match that I could say that if pure pure wrestling fan enjoyment that I, I i took from that it was it was that match it was great so again now again as you know i agree i that is my number three you show wwe zero love zero zero, <laughs> zero love and the reason why is because they have trained me in this past year to make every single match a match that was a disqualification some sort of screwy finish or distraction they're the the only how can I put it? There has not been one single world title change on a pay-per-view the entire year of 2021 in WWE. I can't think of one anyways. You are analytical. Well, wait, wait, I would wait. not have put Big that. Big E, together. hold on. Big E versus uh uh did he who did he wrestle? Bobby was it Bobby Lashley? I was gonna who was say, it? was it Reigns? No, because no, because no, he's a universal. That's for uh I honestly yeah. I, like it's such a blur. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something something weird here that I, I'm kind of parroting from someone else. It's so weird that they're doing Biggie the way that they're doing Biggie. And the, the reason I say that is because he doesn't feel like a he doesn't feel like a main eventer right now. He feels like a mid carter holding the main event title. And I don't he, he doesn't put off that energy. I agree with that. Well, they're not letting him. They're not letting him. Like for some reason, he he became Big E super serious. And I feel like he's lost a lot of his personality, especially since they broke the new day up way back when. But it's it's kind of crazy. But he just doesn't feel like that that championship is so you it, think it doesn't, he doesn't feel like it belongs away from weight. him. And I'm not I saying think, I'm not saying yeah. like he's not superstar level. It's just again, you, you, you know, you know, my favorite eras of wrestling. When I see him, like when he's on a Breakfast Club, when he's talking to me, he didn't command the room. 
And that's something I got used to. I never really felt that way with the warrior either. But when Hogan came in, it was like the whole room was about him. The rock does that stone cold does that. The whole room is about them when they're sitting in there and big E like his body language was like, look, I'm one of the guys. I'm just talking to you. And it just didn't seem like the world champion to me. I like Big E. I also, I also feel that way about Drew McIntyre as well, though. Like if I'm being completely honest with you, he's another guy who, has you know great potential and stuff but he's got a personality cap that i don't i don't know how to explain when it comes to the way that i i talk about him but he he as well and you know what a lot of it is the way they used to present him because he was a part of 3mb like you know it's like Mm -hmm. he was a joke his character was a joke and now he's he's obviously he's changed physically a lot but now he's you know the main event uh, he was the main event of a lot of 2020 into 2021 um but yeah, it, 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 as far as my, 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 as you call it, my AEW shillness here, um, <laughs> I look at it like this WWE did not give me anything that I couldn't have predicted or felt that, like any Roman Reigns match, for instance. Roman Reigns is one of the best wrestlers of 2021, in my opinion. However, nothing felt like it was ever going to be the end of his title reign. Even, when they did the Saudi Arabia show recently, when it was Reigns versus Lesnar, mm-hmm. I never once thought for one second that he was going to walk away and not have that title from that show. Well, let me ask you something to to piggyback onto that. Do you think it's specifically the booking or is it or the show, the product they give you, or does some of it have to do with the fact that you know so much? If this was a quiz, it would be answer D, uh, all of the above, because <laughs> it is everything from the fact that they script everything down to the, the literal plaque on your teeth. They <laughs> take that. Oh That's a, how's that one? I made that up right now. <laughs> they script everything from that to they pump in crowd noises to every spot is the same dive on the outside catch the people interruption in the beginning of the match uh uh, oh we have to have a barricade scene on the out on the outside where someone gets speared through the barricade or thrown over top of the barricade or this it's it's just too scripted the matches have no surprise feel they don't give the women long enough times to show good matches they the half the storylines feel rushed they have no tag teams it's really a hard position to put me in to say, pick some of your favorite WWE matches. Well, you had a good shout with Bel Air and uh, uh, Banks. I can't, I can't think of any of, of them that would be in my top five though. Other than that one, which again, that was tainted in my mind because I knew who was going to win. Again, it was predictability because I knew who was going to win. Now, if you didn't know she was, cause this is one of the things that I think, I'm not going to say hurts the product because it's being presented differently. But, you, you know, I I am from a different era where you didn't know so much. So you didn't know someone was going to leave. You didn't know so-and-so doesn't want to work that much. You didn't know that. You know, I turned on WWF superstars and Hulk Hogan might be on the show. <laughs> he likely wasn't. And I'll... I'll Mostly it was a compilation of matches from the house shows and things like that, but we didn't know so much. 
if you didn't know what you know about Brock Lesnar, would you thought there was a chance he could have beat Roman Reigns? Well, it wasn't even that. Like there wasn't I didn't have any information after that really about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I I figured they were going to do multiple matches, but there there wasn't a moment to where I thought that he was going to lose the title just because it 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 felt rushed. I mean, it just felt rushed. Okay, I I get that. Cuz me it was the story. reason it was the story that made me feel that way, not behind okay. the scenes. Okay. Well, see, then that's different because I didn't think Brock was going to take the belt from him simply because I know Brock doesn't want to be the champion. I think he will on day 1 coming up on mm. January the 1st. I think that what's going to happen is Lesnar's going to win I think Lesnar's going to win, take the belt. I think Reigns is going to rematch him at WrestleMania and take it back from him. That's what I think. And that will be when he disappears again? No, Lesnar signed on for like two years or something. Yeah, but doesn't isn't he a part-timer? He's a, well, yes, yeah. He's, yeah, he, he's only so contractually obligated to like eight shows a year or something like that. So is he'll get hurt or suspended? Well, they already did the suspension angle. I think that maybe he'll get beat and then just go away for a while and then just come back and probably be on raw, you know, like that makes the most sense. Right. Well, then I won't see him because raw, man, I watch SmackDown. <laughs> are you, are you ready to have an argument? I'm I'm ready. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm only I'm passionate up, about a few of them, but I'm going to open up my notepad here on my computer as we're talking. And if we have doubles, we'll eliminate one of them, obviously. And we'll keep, because I'm pretty sure we're going to double up. Now, my list is in no specific order. Okay? So this is not like my top whatever. This is as many wrestlers as I feel deserve to be on a top 10 list of 2021. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So we'll start like this. I will say a wrestler's name. We will agree if that person should be on. And then if you have that wrestler as well. Okay. Don't don't say that person because we agree. All right. Then you will say a wrestler's name. And then if one of us has an argument against that person, we'll put them in the maybe column. Now, here's the thing. If we go through a whole list and we have a top 10 that we agree on and we have wrestlers in the maybe, I think we should eliminate the maybe. I because agree with that. That, that makes sense in my brain because if we both figured a top 10 that kind of organically fits, that makes sense. So I'm almost sure we're not going to have the same names. (laughs) Some of them will be some of them. I know. I mean, there's some that's going to that are kind of automatic. I'm staring at one right now that you're going to be like, come on, man. (laughs) I want to hear it. (laughs) I'm not starting with that one. All right. So I think that we will probably agree on this one, but I will write it. I will type it down. Uh, Kenny Omega. Yes. Okay. No problem there. So that's one of however many we come up with. So you say one now. Roman Reigns. Agreed. All right. All right. See, this isn't so hard. We'll see. These are easy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This one, uh, I'm going to say Darby Allen. Let's put him in the maybe. I like Darby. I like Darby. I'm not saying right. I don't like Darby. Okay. But. I put maybe beside of his name. So, actually, with that being said, since I put maybe beside of his name, I'm going to take his number away. And that way, here. Okay. All right. Whoop. I did this. 
a stupid thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll save my next one. John Moxley. I'll go with John Moxley. I had I, I did a I did a top ten and I have a slash between him and another person. So he's on my okay. list. <laughs> All right. So you're number four. Brian Danielson. Yes. Keep in mind, everyone. This is not. This is not our order. This is just the names. Mm-hmm. So nobody get upset yet. <laughs> We're not there. <laughs> uh, all right. Hangman Adam Page. Yes. Okay. I'm right. I'm typing. <laughs> I'm typing as we go. <laughs> got my got my spreadsheet out. Doing professional stuff here. All right, your turn. The best heel in the business, MJF. Yes. I feel like we're. I've, this may not take as long as we thought. Now, from <laughs> this point on, I don't think we're going to agree. <laughs> You're going to agree with what I'm going to say. You might be right, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. CM Punk. Can we discuss it? Put him in the maybe for now, then. Okay, because because that's that's the rule. Put him in the maybe okay, for now. Okay. Because okay. if we come up if we come up with with ten, and these are in the maybes, then they don't make the cut. No, no, no I'm sorry. He put him in. He's going to make the cut. Put him in because he's, he's going to make the cut. I, yeah. As as I'm looking at my list, and you say the name, then I'm like, yeah, but he does do that. So yeah, he's got to make it. CM Punk right. is good, man. Your call. I have a lot more. This we may need to reevaluate the maybe thing now that I'm looking at it because I got a lot more on here. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and sometimes it's difficult for me because it's. Here's I really like this wrestler, but what did they do in 2021 right. that really made me go? Oh, right. Okay, so here's what we do: we keep listing, we keep listing. Uh, we if we agree on a maybe, we'll we'll say maybe. But we'll keep going down, and then we'll start cutting. If we, we'll, we'll cut down to a top ten, so go ahead. This is the, this is the next pick for you. I really don't think this one's going to be on your list, Matt Riddle. See, I didn't put Matt Riddle on my list, but I. All right, I'm going to use my first maybe on this one. I'm going to okay. use my first maybe, but I don't entirely disagree with you. It's just. I mean, he really had him and Randy Orton have been the only ones carrying Monday Night Raw for sure. They're the highlight of the whole show to me. All right, and, and I and I can see their personalities. I kind of feel like their character, the way their characters are. That's probably how they are. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a curveball at you real quick. Okay. Montez Ford, who is is a in my mind a breakout person in a, in a very dying tag team division in WWE who has shown to be a really good singles competitor this year. You know, you can um, maybe that one. You can maybe that one. I feel like I'm about to do him disjust. What I'm going to say is, uh, is unjust because I've only watched him wrestle two or three times and he is awesome, but I get hung up on everyone else that I think I haven't been paying close enough attention to him. So I'll, okay. I'll say maybe, but yeah, I feel like now that you've mentioned him, if I go back and review his matches, that 
I think what I think of him will elevate. See, I came up with a list of like 30 people and then started watching matches. So if he wasn't on that original list, if he didn't come to mind, then, yeah. but, um, but yeah, that's the only reason I'm saying maybe, cause he probably deserves, I'm like, man, I should have watched okay. more of this guy. It's your turn. Bobby Lashley. Okay. Can't, I, I, I can't disagree with that. He is proof that there is no legit drug testing policy. Wow. 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 <laughs> look, look, I'm into this stuff, dude. You nah, you know what? No, I'm not going to tear somebody down. I just know I go <laughs> Wait, to the gym all the time. This doesn't have to be about this. This doesn't have to be about this. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. It's just like, all right. come on, guys. I'm just going to say my next one and get you out of this, uh, <laughs> this hole that you're digging. Uh, Britt Baker. Yes, she's on my list. You're up. Another one. Bianca Belair. I will say yes, but we are going to argue about this one just for the sole fact that other than WrestleMania, she's done nothing. That's why I didn't... I didn't think you would go for that one. And honestly, you know I had trouble with Brian Danielson for that reason. It's like, you know, he got a little, he gave All us right. some good. We'll ones. leave her on. We'll leave her on. We'll leave her on. We'll leave her on until we have to start making the cut. And then we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Like we'll, we'll discuss who would we cut, who we wouldn't cut. All right. You know what? Then the maybe, the maybe doesn't even work. The maybe doesn't even work. If that's the way we're going to do this, I'm putting everyone back on the list. I'm putting everyone back on the list. Like, uh, as far as like Matt Riddle, Montez Ford. Hold on, let me let me go up. I'm gonna reorganize this real fast in real time so everybody loves listening to me type. Exactly. But um that's okay. That's okay. Because this is what this is. This is you came here for this. <laughs> you knew what this you were getting into. Is, this is what you came here for. <laughs> this is this is the most organized thing you've you've listened to all week. Don't so, even lie. So let me ask you this, because I should have asked you this before the show. But if you were, would you name a tag team or a wrestler in the tag team? I, it's our, it's our individual. Like this is the 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 best wrestler. Our top ten wrestlers of twenty twenty one. So. I would I would say you'd have to pick the person. Okay. Which is why I said Montez Ford. Understood. Is All it right. my no We're, it's your turn, right? It's my turn, yeah, because yeah. you just said actually you said Bobby Lashley. Bianca Belair. No, you said Bianca Belair. Right, 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 right. Sorry. All right. Christian Cage. I I and we're just, say, and we're just, no, I, I, I gotta say, yeah, but I'm upset with myself because I didn't think of him. <clears throat> and we don't have to debate it yet. We don't have to debate it yet. I'll, t I'll tell you the reason I put him on there was because he's, other than, other than Adam Page, he was the only person to pin Kenny Omega all year. Yeah, and, and, and he's the, he's a great worker. <laughs> yeah. And, and, Dang, how did I not think of him? I should have just went down the roster. <laughs> and here you were, like, pestering me about, like, you got your list? You got your list? I got yeah, my list. I, yeah, you did, you, <laughs> you, and you did better. 
Um, <laughs> my next one, I don't, I know you're not going to go for this one, but again, every time I see this guy, I watch, <laughs> and that's Luchasaurus. <laughs> Respectfully, I will put Luchasaurus on here, but no. <laughs> that was the most respectful, disrespectful. <laughs> dis- I love Luchasaurus. Every Don't time I wrong. see him, I watch. I mean, and that's that's every time I see him, I watch. There, it's kind of like back in the day, you know, Ultima Dragon was never the big guy on the show, but I never left the room while he was wrestling. I got you. I, I like you. Well, well, on the same, on the same, in the same vein, I'll say uh, Jungle Boy. Again, but Jungle Boy did make some moves, though. He made more moves than Luchasaurus, so he got a world title shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is and he's he's the isn't he the most winningness if that is that's the word uh, uh, wrestler in AEW right now as far as uh, in the in the the men's division? I think he I is. Think so. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> he made right. a run and this is another this is a brilliant to AEW. I said this before, but going with the smaller wrestlers, you get better wrestling. Yes. It's kind of like WEC. You get a different style of wrestling, but it's it appeals to I think a broader audience. Yeah, and that's why you don't have a bunch of rest holds. These aren't I mean, you you see the way Billy Gunn looks in there. Billy Gunn was like mid-sized guy in WWE. You know, he can't work at that rate. When you have smaller guys, you can have someone do a Broadway and be sharp at the end. You're not going to get that out the Undertaker. Yes, especially not now. (laughs) (laughs) So you you, you can pick your next one if you have one. Uh, You said mine. (laughs) So... uh... I was going to say uh, this hurts a little bit, but Nick Jackson. Okay. And I only say it hurts because some of the stuff they do gets on my nerves, but no, no, I I get solid. (laughs) Both of them are for sure. I I agree with you. All right. Well, well, we're not cutting yet, so we're just going down the list. All right. Um, Where am I at? Oh, yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> man. What did you go down the roster? No. I I here's how I compiled this list. Again, a lot of this is based on how I feel. And what I did was I if I thought of them quickly, they uh, they got written down immediately. But then I started thinking about my my favorite kinds of uh uh storylines and matches and future stuff which i know doesn't factor so much into this but what they've done to build that kind of stuff and they're still building the thunder rosa versus Britt baker story in the future they're working on her and the the whole the tbs title like like there's there's other things that they have and they 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 just constantly supported that character so a lot of my decisions are are just how prominent these roles were Mm -hmm. and how much i've enjoyed their stories and how how consistent they've been in the matches they've had. I really didn't look at a, a roster list at all. Okay, well that that was that was a good pick. You're up. You actually have already gone through my list. Okay, so let let me just drop the rest of the ones that I have on there. 
Wait, how many did you have? <laughs> a lot. Oh, I thought we were going to start. All right, so Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. I have on there. I'm going to go ahead and move down. Uh, Malachi Black. Yeah, he's good. Malachi Black. All right. Um, Orange Cassidy. I'm not an Orange Cassidy fan. I know everybody else is. Everybody else but me. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Yeah, he's good. Man, I forgot about Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best lists from Biggs. <laughs> Miro. You know, Miro's good. See, I don't Eddie know. Eddie Kingston. These are good names, but I don't know if I could top 10 these guys. I, we're going to fight about Eddie Kingston, then. <laughs> That's that's there's going to be one on here that I fight for, and I, I think that's going to be it. Here's another one, Sting. That's 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 the one I was I thought you were going to come on, man. I'm not, I can't disrespect. Argue, Sting, it's hard to but, argue, Sting. But man, I'm like because I'm a Sting fan. I've been a Sting fan since like '88. But all right, um, all right, all right. Adam Cole. Yeah, see the hard part. Yeah, see if this is going to be hard to break this list down once we get past like number six. <laughs> All right. Oh no, uh, I got one more. Uh, Will Osprey. Yeah, I threw, I threw a, a New Japan in there. He had a good. He had a good year. Yeah, Millman was just the Japanese wrestler was killing it in a match I saw the other day. So I Come started on, Kota. Look- Kota Ibushi. No, but he's good too. All right. That's where I'm at. We have 24 names on this list. I will start a star system where I will put a star beside someone that we cannot possibly cut. Like no matter what. I, I and I'm gonna make some estimated guesses. Kenny Omega. We're starring him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just put the number eight because that happens to be the same key. <laughs> <laughs> Professionals. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Uh, that's a star. That's a star. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm 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 literally just going down and picking the ones I think that we'll we'll agree on and then we'll 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 have that argument if we need to. Brian Danielson. Star. Hangman Adam Page. Star. Like I said, these first six, uh, I mean. Okay. Hold on. We're getting there. MJF. Star. Okay, I'm I'm going down, and I'm I'm I am I am being biased in the way that I do this because, and again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, tell me. Well, we got one, two, three, four, five. We have five so far. I'm gonna say, uh, Britt Baker. Would you put a star beside Britt Baker? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay, that's six. Luchasaurus. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I love Luchasaurus. This this gets tough. All right, well, you did say MJF, right? You gave him a star. I did say MJF. Yeah, but see, after that, Bobby Lashley. See, I don't know if he... Okay, well, well, we we won't put a star then. If we don't immediately say yes to each other, we won't put a star. All right. All right. 
I'm trying to go through here and you look. You have so many names. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Would you I would give Jungle Boy a star. Okay. That makes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stars so far. So now we got to whittle down the see and this. Well, this well, is... <laughs> mm, yeah, we do. Um, how about this? We have seven. Let's stop there and start offering cuts. Make make your first cut. Who who would you cut uh, out of the list that we have? Bianca Belair. Wow. Are you kidding me? Really? The only reason I say that is because you made a good point. This hasn't wow. been a big year for her. She gave me one of my favorite matches, but this other than that, it hasn't been a big year for her. Wow. Well, if you disagree, um, you it would be easy for you to talk me out of that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm the one that made the argument that she didn't do much after that. And it's not her fault, it's storyline, but we're going by all 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 things accounted for in this list, you know? Yes, and that's what that's what's like, okay, I'll I'll I have to let her go. Wow, that's big. That's big. I didn't I thought that was honestly, I thought that was gonna be the one you were going to fight tooth and nail to keep. I mean, again, we're just we're going down to the, to the year. Like it's it's been a big year. We can't just go off of one performance, or you know, if we're if we're going to say you know who are the best performers, I'm, she's staying on my list. But we're going over you know best Everything. wrestler over the course of the year. There's a lot that that entails, and she can't fill up the stat sheet there. That is true. That is true. Okay. So I guess it's my turn to offer a cut. Um, let's see. I'm looking through. All right. Eddie Kingston. I'm joking. Cause I know you're going to fight. For I, know, I, I know. I know. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get there. You know what? I'm going to make, I'm actually going to make a big cut. Uh, if you agree, you can disagree. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna cut John Moxley off this one. Let me. All right. Let me. Let me think. I'm just going oh, by my person. My my concept of time is bad, so it's hard for me to say what was just this year. But um, yeah, this year it was him teaming a lot with Eddie Kingston, and and it was it was a lot of tag matches with him. I mean, he did he did uh, have that that little thing with Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. That was cool. But also those matches kind of fell flat to me. So. Yeah. I, I don't, don't I, I, don't, I don't, don't, I don't disagree. Um, yeah. There, so we're, are, are we cutting John Moxley? Yeah. Let's cut John Moxley. Ouch. That's wild though. That is. That is. <laughs> because I didn't initially the... think of him. And when you said his name, I'm like, Oh, of course. And now I'm like, okay, we can cut him. Okay. Uh, now I'm in, I'm in a, I'm doing things the wrong way over here. I should have never numbered these guys until we got it whittled down because I'm having to replace the numbers. So now I'm just deleting all of the numbers and just leaving their names and using symbols as what we're doing. Well, it's Unless a good we thing you're an expert. Yeah. Professional. Like Microsoft certified professional now. I make the big bucks, you know. I'm all about the asterisks. Asterix expert. <laughs> You're the SME, subject matter expert. What's he the expert of? Asterix. <laughs> <laughs> Will you cut something? 
Okay. Um, I'm prepared to cut Matt Riddle. Okay. I... I'm going to agree. Uh, and it's not because his performances haven't been good and he's not been consistent or anything like that. It's the, it's because the company that he keeps, that's, that's the only reason it's the company that he keeps on this list. That's rough. Hey, it's a big list. It is. <laughs> these are, these are some legit like superstars and not saying he isn't, but like, it's it's been a it's been a good year for wrestling, especially with AEW getting as big as it is, and 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 everything that they've been doing, along with you know the, the WWE's. He's been in a tough spot. He's been on Raw. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. years ago that would have been like the, the top. You're at the pinnacle. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah. hey, you know, you got to give him a break. He's on Raw. <laughs> but before right. you make your cut, can you give me a quick rundown of who is left in our maybes list? Oh, and okay, so I won't read our stars. Just the maybes. Okay. Darby Allen, CM Punk, Montez Ford, Bobby Lashley, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, Nick Jackson, Thunder Rosa, Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black, Orange Cassidy, Sammy Guevara, Miro, Eddie Kingston, Sting, Adam Cole, Will Ospreay. And I'm, and I'm going to go ahead and make my suggestion for a cut and I'm going to say we cut uh, Nick Jackson. Okay. I can agree with that. When Again, did... he's in the, he's in the best match that I thought happened in 2021, but that match doesn't happen without it being a tag match. So that's where I fall. Well, let me ask you this. When, what day did CM Punk return? Because why the reason I was okay, iffy well, on him is because I was thinking he wasn't around for most of 2021. I hear what you're saying. I'm inclined to leave him for now, for now, on the list, only because the impact that he had on the wrestling business and still managed to deliver and has been so consistent wrestling like almost weekly, you know, up until he started his recent story with MJF. Uh, the impact in the time that he was there was felt across the entire industry. Now, again, that's not saying I'm not, I, I won't make that hard cut later. I'm inclined to say, leave him for now. And you can do that too. You can tell me to leave someone that I say, if in fact you do say that. No, now. I, Cause I, I can't, re- I can't disagree with that. Cause he's, you know, I want to say it was August that he got here. And in these four months, he's, been like the biggest thing going so it, it's just i the reason i didn't put him down before and what the reason i was iffy when you first said his name is because he hasn't been around that long but you're right you know that was a big deal he got the biggest pop of the decade so 100 yeah so um all right so make make a cut all right and we already cut luchasaurus no, we didn't. Well, that would be mine then. I, even though I love watching the guy. Honorable this, mentions. There you go. <laughs> Honorable mentions. Luchasaurus is amazing. One of the one of the best big guy agile guys right now. Agreed. Um. All right. 
I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a hard cut. Gears grinding. I'm gonna make a hard cut. I'm. I'm. I'm making a sacrifice. I'm gonna cut Orange Cassidy. Um, I now you know I'm not a big Orange Cassidy fan, though I get the the allure. It's easy for me to agree with it because I'm not personally a fan of his style. But I think if we did a 2020 list, he'd have made it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking while you were saying that was the the feud with Jericho and him going over in that feud. And like he definitely had a more prominent role then than he does now. Not to saying he isn't great right now. It's just completely different years from 2020 to 2021. So in comparison to that and the company, again, that they keep here in this list, I think Orange Cassidy gets the axe on this one. All right. You said we got three spots left. We can put as many stars as we want, and then we can make those hard cuts later. But that's that's why that's why I think we should do what we're doing now because we're we're getting somewhere with this. Because I don't. Would you like a, a rundown again? Yeah, give me another quick one. Because right all now right. I'm thinking. Well, no. Go so, ahead. Go ahead and do the rundown. All right. Darby Allen, CM Punk, Montez Ford, Bobby Lashley, Christian Cage, Thunder Rosa, Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black, Sammy Guevara, Miro, Eddie Kingston, Sting, Adam Cole, Will Ospreay. Though I think that he has helped um, build someone, I think it's been a big year for them instead of him. And I... He's still a guy. I just, I can't think of him as a top 10 for 2021. And that for me is Sting. I'm, I'm willing obviously to let Sting go. I, I put him on there because who thought Sting of all people would be on a 2021 wrestlers list like <laughs> yeah i mean and he's he's doing the well man is 60 years old and did a dive to the outside the other week yeah and <laughs> I, I he's doing the right thing what they used to do which is when the new generation comes in the old guard puts them over and he's not putting them over in a traditional sense but he's helped building and it's I, almost that's it's great. almost What's what's the word? It's almost a rite of passage to be beaten by Sting and AEW, and that's a cool thing to say. I agree, absolutely. I mean, he's a legend, you know. And like I said, um, you know, he's 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 given Darby Allen the boost, and it's it's always exciting when he appears on the screen. I just feel like that it's not meant for him to have a big year. And I don't think he's trying to have a big year. He's just trying to make the year big for AEW. I agree. So I'm, I'm good with, with your decision to cut sting. Um, I'm going to make a hard cut. I'm going to make another hard cut. Cause they're all hard at this point. I'm going to say we get rid of Sammy Guevara. And my reasoning is because Though he he did win the TNT championship and defended it a couple times, he lost it recently to Cody Rhodes. Uh, other than that, the other feuds that he was in was with American Top Team and Dan Lambert and the the, the guys there. <laughs> he had it was to say Dan Lambert. It was it was <laughs> the it, it was the blended <laughs> group's effort there, and it wasn't solely Sammy Guevara. He 
didn't have too many standout moments. He had a few, but not as many as everybody else on this list. I like him. I will agree with the cut, but I really do like him. And I know we we had passed this step, but can I ask, um, can I change my opinion on a star on one wrestler and see if you agree? Sure. What is it? Darby Allen. You want to put a star on Darby yeah, Allen? Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. He's, he's. I was going to fight you about that, so I'm glad you did that. <laughs> no, you know, because I, I try to think of, you know, how big was the year for him, but it's not really that. It's, you know, how much entertainment are they bringing, you know, because that's what this is. This isn't prize fighting. This is entertainment, and he's really entertaining. <laughs> I couldn't have thought of a perfect first opponent for CM Punk back than him. Yeah. And that's I say that in retrospect after seeing the match, but well, that's it was always perfect. the easiest time to say it. <laughs> I mean, they I, I just want to know who was back there and said, let's do hit. Let's do uh hitman versus uh one, two, three kid. But like have the like who who ever thought of that? Genius. Loved it. Well, it Great, was Bret Hart. Decision. <laughs> hey, well, come on. <laughs> All right. So, so now we have wait, two spots so you have left, to, but you have to cut. Yes, but you have to cut. Because with the, who cut last? I cut uh, you cut Guevara, Sammy Guevara. I and then was you, going you to, added a star. I was going to go towards Miro. Mm. You want to fight for that one? No, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. I, I'll, I'll agree with cutting Miro. I like Miro. I do. It's just we only got two spots. <laughs> if this was a who who's delivered the best promos so far. I would say Miro's top 10 because Miro's promos, God's favorite chant. Dude, how good is this? I, I didn't even realize this until the other day, but his whole gimmick has been God's favorite champion. And why has God's forsaken me? Because I lost my championship. Now I can't go home to my wife. I need to get this back so I could not be ashamed and go home to my wife. <laughs> not only does he have that gimmick, the dude's birthday is on Christmas Day. So he's <laughs> <laughs> You can't write that any better. It's so good. <laughs> Thank God, I've always liked him. You know, I couldn't believe Rusev Day ended. I couldn't believe that. Hey, I've always the WWE liked didn't create it. Vince McMahon didn't make it so it doesn't have a shot in hell. I mean, that's just ridiculous, but you're right. It's but like it's Bray just... Wyatt. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut and say, oh, man. I'm going to say Will Ospreay. I'm going to oh, say Will man. Ospreay. I'm going to say Will Ospreay. And the reason why I say Will Ospreay is, you know, what? One of, one of the things is ignorance because I don't know a lot about what he's done throughout the year. I know his accomplishments are great, but I haven't been able to pay enough attention to it. And that, that, that's no fault of his. That's just the fact that I, I don't have a lot of access to watch his work, but yeah. I acknowledge him. I've seen I a few of his him. matches on YouTube and he's really good, but I can't he's think really of his good. accomplishments either at this point. So, you know, people are going to be mad about that. Other I'm than sure. the championships, those, those accomplishments, we, those accomplishments, we know we're just, I think we're broadly saying just like, the 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 quality of all the matches the spots and everything and the promos and all that stuff like i don't i don't have a lot of reference material on that right now so are we good with that cut yeah i'm good with that one all right 
And that, again, that I feel like I listen to some uh, video game podcasts that do the the top ten video game stuff, kind of like we're doing. And there are people on there who argue like I just didn't get a chance to play that game. So unfortunately, things sometimes do get cut for reasons like that. And given where he performs at and the lack of ability to watch it, it kind of just dampers that a little bit, and we can't we can't do much with it, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And two spots, man. Well, cut one. I'll give you the list again. Adam Cole, Eddie Kingston, Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes, Thunder Rosa, Montez Ford, CM Punk. And that's it. Um, Is we're getting there. You know, the we're one I'm there. thinking of, I know you're going to disagree with. But he blew a spot so bad, it made me not like him anymore. And that was Malachi Black. When he did his mist, get close to the people so that the mist hits him. That bothers me. Mm, Malachi Black. Two spots. You know what? You know what? I, I, I'm willing to cut Malachi Black. And, and not for the reasons you said, but because, and this is solely laying on this. It's because he lost to Cody Rhodes and then came out with that awesome promo that said, or it wasn't even a promo. It was just a message, but it said like, by you, letting you beat me, I've done what I said I was going to do and turn the crowd against you even further. And you know what they've done with that since then? What's that? No- nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. He's, he's, he's in a, a feud that's going nowhere right now. And I, I'm that's that's literally the reason why I'm okay cutting him. I mean, there's always a few that goes nowhere. Gives him gives some gives some filler matches, but I don't cool think he's a as, cool as hell when he showed up. Cool as hell. Lights go off. And the fact that they set it up earlier in the night with the lights flickering, they're like, We apologize for any technical interference that we've been having. The lights just went out. And then they set that up so it could happen again later and he showed up. That's good shit. That's awesome. That's great. I however, however, that's not enough to stay on the list. <laughs> and I like him. Like I said, I, I did think he blew that missed spot. That was terrible. <laughs> but they acted, you know, like they got the brunt of it. <laughs> and it, it is a TV show. It's just like, ah, spit it in her face. <laughs> this is hard. This is, this I is- know because. All right, so I got one. I got one. I got a cut. I got a cut. All right. I I I vote to cut Adam Cole. All right, who's left? Adam Cole, Cole Eddie Kingston, Cody Rhodes, Thunder Rosa, Christian Cage, Montez Ford, CM Punk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And here's my reason. Oh, you said yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Because you're saying other names, like yeah, I'd put that guy on there. Okay, I put that person on there. So, well, I got two that spots. Guy has worked. He's got to go. That guy has that he guy is, has worked and worked and worked, and he's he's great. He's great. However, I feel like his best year is going to be coming up in 2022. I really do. I think that they're setting him up for the Super Click versus the uh, un. Well, I guess what would it be Super Click versus Undisputed Elite or something like that. I don't know. Whatever they're calling themselves. Yeah, Undisputed Elite. That's um, a lot. I, I I think that we're that's where we're headed with this. 
but I, I can't, I just, I'm, I don't know. Gut feeling says it's okay to cut. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan, but I, I, I just keep going back to, there's two spots and then there's, there's people that I, I can't cut. And I, and when I think of him, it's like, yeah, he's cuttable, but I'll go ahead and offer you mine. I'm going to say Christian cage. Can I, can I just say that we did not put a star beside Bobby, Bobby Lashley. And I thought we did. No, but um, the but more I, I think I'm, of I'm it, okay. when I think I, when, the more I think of it, I'm like, you know, he he could get starred. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put uh, agree with you on Christian Cage. He had one of the coolest, shocking upsets of the year, but in all honesty, only held that title for like a month and then lost it in uh in uh Impact, and has just been the the teammate of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy since then, which is not, no sh- that's no shame. It's been a, a great thing. However, he hasn't done anything singles related since then. I agree with you. I'm not arguing with, with you at all. Big Christian Cage fan, though. It's just there's not enough spots. It was also not a great debut. <laughs> it was not a great debut it was not it was it just wasn't it wasn't their best i don't even remember did it happen this year or last year like it's been such a year uh, anyways it doesn't I know my concept of time is bad when i was in grade school you know you change grades every year it's easy to remember what year what happened that's, now that's true. it's difficult everything goes together remember back right. in 2014 nope oh man we have, let's see how many wrestlers we have on this list. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 wrestlers on this list. Uh, I am going to In suggest one spot, be, correct? I think so, yeah. Or two, two maybe. Spots. If we didn't, we didn't star Bobby Lashley yet. I'm going to say we cut Cody Rhodes. What do you think? Oh, man. Um, Well, before we make that decision, can I offer another star and see if you agree with it? Sure. CM Punk. I'm not quite ready to make that yet. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Because that's... that's, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Again, I just... I have a star I would also like to give someone. (laughs) All right. Let's hear it. But I want to. I want to. I already made my cut, though. And if you're in, in here, your your thoughts on the proposal of cutting Cody Rhodes. I I will agree with you. I like Cody Rhodes. I don't feel. I don't feel like 2021 was as big for him as 2020 was. And here's my reasons why. He has constantly been gone to do the Go Big Show, so he's been he's been written off TV twice. Um. He did that hell of a spot with Andrade with the with the. T- did you see his arm? Did you see the the burn marks on that dude's arm? Yeah, that was crazy. That's nuts. Like one of the best, like craziest spots. I want to say best. It was dangerous, but it was a, it was a spot going wrong. But one of the craziest spots I, all year for sure. But. Absolutely. <laughs> He's not been around enough to, to justify staying on the list, but, but, uh, consistent. I mean, when he is there, he's, he's, 
He's telling a good story. Him and Malachi Black told a decent story. But again, just like that, they did nothing with it after the fact. So if I'm going to cut Malachi Black for that, I'm like, I, I feel like I got to cut Cody Rhodes for that too. And I agree with you. Like I said, if it were 2020, I think he'd make the list. All right. Make a cut if you can. There's one more that I would I would cut if I if I if it was my decision. So we'll see. We'll see. Hate to keep doing this to you. Can you give me the list one more time? Yeah, sure. Oh, this is difficult. Eddie Kingston, Thunder Rosa, Bobby Lashley, Montez Ford, CM Punk. That's it. I think I got to go with Thunder Rosa. I need to hear your reasons why. I don't have any cons other than I feel like some of the other names have had better years. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, not- I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. You know why? I, I you just just thinking about what you were saying just now and thinking about something in my head. Thunder Rosa, I think most of my anticipation for her is literally that. It's anticipation for when she gets back against Britt Baker, and she's just been doing the the climb this this year. Yeah, and, and she's good, so I'm not yeah. saying anything against her. I, it's just... I think she's the number one ranked woman right now as far besides Britt Baker. But with that being said, they are waiting to tell that story because the, obviously uh, a couple of years ago they had that amazing lights out match at the end of Dynamite, Dynamite's mm-hmm. first ever women's main event, and that was a great. I mean, that was a great match. That was a great match. Yes, I love that was. match. Uh, if we had been around then, even though that was a, what what you would call uh, a lights out match, that would have been on my top ten. No, no questions asked. <laughs> yeah, because that was a that match was a beast. And you know when when you think about that, I I would think they would be doing more with her right now. But they got a lot to work with, so it's hard to work with everybody. Though they have two women's titles uh, coming up, uh, and they have they have her in prominently in different storylines. But the main one in the back of everyone's mind is Britt Baker. But until then, I think most of my 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 interest in her is uh, anticipation of what's to come. Yeah, and I'll agree with you on that one. It does suck to have to cut her, though, but... It's a tough list. <laughs> you tell it. There's only two spots. Eddie Kingston, Montez Ford, CM Punk, Bobby Lashley. Here is my next suggestion for a cut. I think he's been a breakout star in his own right this year, but I don't think he's been let off that, that leash just yet, but I'm going to say Montez Ford. I have to agree, I mean, that's, again, only because there's only so many spots. Um, when you first said his name, I was thinking about the fact that I didn't really focus on his matches that often, but he is very good. Um, and when you first spoke of his name, I noted him as someone I'm going to go look up and watch more of his stuff. But there's His only match two with spots. Roman Reigns. His match with Roman Reigns was basically a singles trial match and they actually almost split them up because they want him to go on a singles run uh him and uh uh angelo dawson uh dawkins dawson why did my brain like (laughs) my brain just completely messed that up anyways um it's been a long day 
but his match with Roman Reigns was so good. It was never once believable that he was going to win that match. Obviously, that's again, that's the problem with Roman Reigns this year. Uh, <laughs> but damn, did he not look like a superstar when he was doing it? Yeah, he's he's a beast. And like I said, I, I, I need to watch more of him, but he looks like a superstar in best frog splash in, in the past 10 years. I, yeah, that didn't seem like you were giving him that much of a compliment, though. How many frog splashes? <laughs> I'm, I'm best frog splash since Rob Van Dam. <laughs> okay, I was like, <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, since 2011, who's who's had a great frog splash? Stop it. <laughs> but yes, I'll give you that one. Okay. Now you have to make a, a really hard cut, or at least a good argument to see. We have CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, Bobby Lashley. Oh, man. Um Come on, man. You set this up so that I would land on the hard one. I guess I gotta go with Eddie Kingston then. You son of a brisket. I I, <laughs> I like Eddie Kingston, but Lashley is is a beast. I can't cut Lashley. I'm no 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 no. We got to do this right. CM Punk has only been wrestling since August. Yes, he was big, but he's only been wrestling since August. I, how can we cut the other two? He's only been wrestling since August. What do you think? Oh, man. There's CM Punk, Bobby Lashley, and Eddie Kingston. This is the final cut. You're right. It is the final cut, isn't it? Wait, hold on. There's one, two, hold on, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight. There's eight stars already, and we have three. Le- there, there's, yeah, math works. Yeah. So this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, who yeah. doesn't make the list? That's the question. Who doesn't make the list? <clears throat> I um, mean, I guess you could take off Bobby, but. I feel like his heel work has been decent. No, Bobby Lashley has been amazing. Okay, is that a starring Bobby Lashley? I think like us arguing about that is is like a starring Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I'm 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 prepared to give Bobby Lashley a star. Okay. So CM Punk, it's ironic that it comes down to CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> that is because they had a really good match. Yeah. They, and also, also and Eddie also. Kingston had one of the best promos. I mean, all year like that, like the, they, but they both did though. They both God, Eddie Kingston just. He constantly shows up. He constantly shows up. And, and and I watched that man cut a promo on a cookie on a YouTube video this year. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's I good. See, he's, <laughs> I didn't see look. a point cutting no promos on some, some Dunkaroos or nothing. Like, 
I'm comfortable cutting CM Punk because he's only had a few months in the year where he's been in the ring. But this if- is our top wrestlers of 2021, not our top pops, not our top promos, not our top. And as far as consistency, if you want to break it down with CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, CM Punk has obviously done way, way less than Eddie Kingston. Like I said, I'm with you because it's of 2021. And CM Punk is a stick man. His promos are great. We ain't got that many of them. (laughs) I mean, he's been... He's been consistent since he's been back, but he's only been here a little while. Can I, 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 I can would I, go with Eddie Kingston. I'd have can to I throw him. you a curveball? Can uh, I throw you a curveball? All right. Just don't throw it hard. What is your opinion on unstarring Jungle Boy and cutting Jungle Boy? Uh, Jungle Boy? Everybody loves Jungle Boy. Everybody does love Jungle Boy, but if we're going by the the, the thought of a Christian Cage and singles performer, I mean, yes, Jungle Boy's had way more singles matches. However, against who? Like, obviously, he had the okay. one against Kenny Omega. I don't know. Yeah, like my brain no, just went no, there. That that makes sense. Because That's crazy. No, because I was going off of the fact that I like Jungle Boy, but I you, I can't do that. That's crazy. Are we actually cutting Jungle Boy? Like that was a stupid thing I said, but it's it, it actually makes sense because we only got ten spots. Uh, okay, once I do this, it's done. Are we cutting Jungle Boy? <laughs> I think we That's, have that's to, crazy. Man. That's I, crazy. It's there's only ten spots. I, that's okay. I'm dead. 10. I did it. I did it. The, the the boy from the jungle is gone. <laughs> the boy from the jungle. <laughs> All right. So therefore now we get a star beside CM Punk. We get a star beside Eddie Kingston. Now we got Kenny Omega, Roman Reigns, Darby Allen, Brian Danielson, Hangman Adam Page, MJF, CM Punk. Bobby Lashley, Britt Baker, Eddie Kingston. WWE is just not having a good year. <laughs> I mean, this is evident of it right here. So with that being said, we'll go from 10 to 1, 1 being the 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 our, our double DQ top wrestler of 2021. Go ahead and throw out your number 10. I'm going to say CM Punk for the reason I stated earlier, the fact that he just got here in August. And I will, I will agree. I will agree with that. I I think that, I think that is fair. All right. What's your pick for number nine? Hold on. I'm updating my list. Apparently, I only know how to type in capital letters. Well, you like to yell at yourself, and that's okay. (laughs) Most people do it in the mirror. You do it through text. I do. There's lesser chance of someone finding out about it if you're you're doing it through text. 
Number nine, I would say on this list, I would say Eddie Kingston. I agree with it because we had to debate it. I just like that I got him on the list, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) He's good. All right, go for it. Uh, Number eight. I hate to keep going in this order, but I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. I actually completely agree with you. That's great. (laughs) That's absolutely great. I accidentally typed in Babu Lashley. (laughs) That's his new name, Babu Lashley. I can't even say that. Babu Lashley. (laughs) All right. All right, Minnie. You think about your name? All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So number seven. Let's see here. Hmm. This is tough. Number seven. Oh man. Uh You can do it. I am trying. <laughs> I am desperately <laughs> trying. We knew this was going to be a long podcast. We knew this one was going to be the one that tips 2 hours. The, the 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 list ones always do. Uh All right. As much as it pains me to say this, I'm going to say number seven for me. Again, challenge it if you want. I'm going to say Darby Allen. No, I agree with you. And I mean, this is a top 10 list. No one's going to get disrespected on here. This is You're right. top 10. So right. I agree with it. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. So far, <laughs> we've, it's not been terrible. So here, what's your, what's your number six then? Give me the list one more time. Who's left? We have yes. Kenny Omega, Roman Reigns, Brian Danielson, Hangman Adam Page, MJF, Britt Baker. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, I'm going to say Britt Baker. Okay, this is where I'm disagreeing with you. All right, and who would you put I there? Say, I say MJF, and the reason the why best I heel say- in the business? The reason why I say MJF, well, that's arguable because oh. Britt Baker's a pretty darn good heel. But the reason why I argue this is because one of them is carrying an entire division right now with a world championship and one of them isn't. That's my argument. That is a good argument. And a lot of what I think of MJF is just on how well I I think he 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 performs promos like watching him and CM Punk go back and forth was awesome and you can argue again argue away because I'm not I don't want either one of us to be a pushover in this well no see it's in the top three I'm going to take real serious okay in the the top 10 I'm like if, if you're in that conversation you're doing well so if you want to put MJF at number seven, okay, I'll go with that. But I do It'd be think number six. Uh, no, it would be number six is where we're on. Yeah. I'm sorry, number six. But I do think he's the best heel in the business. He's just annoying. <laughs> he is the best heel in the business. I was I, I was arguing my point there, but like as far as I look at it and I go, every single match that Britt Baker's had this year has been a championship match. She's uh, a beast. 
except for, you know, obviously they do the TV title eliminator stuff and so on and so forth. However, MJF, I mean, that's, that's uh, obviously they're not ready to pull the trigger on that yet. I mean, soon, I'm sure they'll go that way soon. They've mentioned with CM Punk versus MJF, they've talked about the winner wanting the world title shot. So, you know, but it hasn't happened yet. Give it time. So, so okay. So where are we at? Uh, number five. Well, I we didn't we didn't say number six yet, did we? Oh, I agree with you. I said we can we can go ahead and give that to MJF. All right, MJF. I think it's actually pretty easy for number five. I'm. I, it's up to me to say it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I think number five should be. Actually, you know what? Ah, man. What? Number five, I'm going to surprise you a little bit. Uh, At number five, well, hold on. Hold on. I'm looking looking at my notes. I'm taking notes. (laughs) Make you can't believe it. Nothing wrong with that. We got to be thorough here. All right. All right, five. I, I say Britt Baker for number five. I, I agree with that because I had her picked in number six, so that's fine. Okay, and and I'll get back to my reasoning on that in a little bit because there there's something in my head that that made that decision as I was thinking about it. But uh, I'll get to that. So Kenny Omega, Roman Reigns, Brian Danielson, Hangman out of Page. Murderer's Row. <laughs> All right. My number four is Hangman Adam Page. Your number four is Hangman Adam Page. And I completely agree with you. All right. Now comes the tough territory. I I think number one and two are the one we're really going to argue over. But All right. So number three. All right. It's your turn, right? Did I lose no, you? No, I, oh, okay. <laughs> I said Hangman Adam Page. I was, I'm sorry. I'm. Oh, I thought th- I said Hangman. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, that's how long this has gone. Okay. We're back. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's my turn for yes, uh, number the third spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's a tough one. Actually, it it's not tough that one. tough for me. But it's I tough know for me gonna... because there's one that I'm swapping and there's one that I firmly have as a number two in my mind. All right, throw it out. Let's see what you got. But there's one that I'm swapping. That's the problem. There's one that I'm swapping back and forth between three and one. No, you know between what? Between three no. and one. Yeah, because I have a firm number two in my mind. Like for for like if if I were to take the third, if, like if I were to take one person out of this list, mm-hmm. uh, there I'm fighting in my head for the number one and two spot between two people. So it's 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 they're playing this flip reverse thing in my mind, and I I'm I'm trying to figure out who to put where. But oh okay, I'm I'm gonna mm, I hate this, <laughs> I hate this so much. I'm gonna say number three, Brian Danielson. That's who I had number three. Okay, good. 
Now we argue. <laughs> maybe we do, maybe we don't. I don't know. We'll see. My number two is Kenny Omega. Yeah, I can't get behind that. <laughs> see, I knew. I can't. <laughs> I knew. I, I can't get behind that at all, like in any way. <laughs> all right. So I like this heel version of Roman. The fans even like it. It's like whatever they want you to think of Roman Reigns, the fans go the other way. He looks like a superstar. He controls the room when he goes in. He's a big, strong guy. He looks like he can hurt you. And this year, let's see what he's went through. Lesnar, Cena, uh, Edge, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor. <laughs> like, you know, he's he's taken out a lot of guys. I don't I don't disagree with with that. I don't disagree with the year he's had, obviously. <clears throat> I'm I'm looking at it and I'm I'm thinking about Kenny Omega and I'm thinking about the belt collector gimmick and I'm thinking about how long he held those for. I'm thinking about the quality of matches and if I and if I look if I look at a Roman Reigns match like let's use Roman versus Finn Balor or let's use Roman versus well I don't know Roman versus Brock is kind of. I feel like that match will always be the same match in different order. So I kind of I kind of put that off to the side. Just like Brock versus anybody is this that, that same match in a different order. Well, also um, remember that you're talking about a big guy. So let's use Finn, let's use Finn Balor as the example then. I look at Here's the way I look at it. And and, and argue this if you feel like it. That's fine. Your top matches of the year did not have Roman Reigns in it. And your top five. I'm using your top five against you. No, I had multiple matches between the two of us that had Kenny Omega in our top five matches. So why would he not be number one? Well, I only had one match with him in it. That was one with um, Brian Danielson. And yes, that was a, a great match. But I'm looking at everything. So the presentation of them both, I like the little um, character that that Reigns is portraying, and I think he's doing a good job. Um, before, I thought he was very horrible when it came to his character work, and I think that he's 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 got it down now. And his matches, like I think Kenny Omega puts on good matches, but I'd rather watch Roman Reigns just because of he's it's more impressive to watch because he's a big strong guy and that flippy stuff doesn't do anything for me so i just i rather I really watch think, him. uh i don't really think kenny omega is like the flippy guy though kenny no, omega but like a lot of the stuff that you know people think it's cool is because he you know runs the ropes catches people in awkward ways and he he has a high work rate I think Kenny Omega's good I'm not putting him down in any way I was just saying personally I like to, I've always been a fan of guys that look, you know, I, I guess I got a little bit of Vince McMahon. I'd rather have my, you know, my, my champion look like a guy that, 
someone in the crowd doesn't think oh, I could beat that dude, <laughs> you know. And I like the the it's a difference in the companies, you know. He's got big guys to deal with, you know, and it's been more exciting to me to watch. I was more excited to see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar than I was seeing Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Yes, the, the, the match was better, but the presentation of Roman Reigns and what he does, I enjoy that more. It's just unfortunately that that's one of like three things I enjoy from that whole company. But that's why I go with Roman Reigns as number one like this year because I didn't like watching him at all. I thought he was dumb. I never liked his Superman punch thing. <laughs> I, I wasn't really interested in a lot of this year. I caught myself watching him, even listening to him talk. And I don't like to hear anyone really talk except CM Punk and MJF. And I found myself listening to him talk. But knowing the difference in how we see wrestling, I don't see us agreeing on these unless someone concedes. I am willing to concede since I have put out the way that I feel and it has been heard. But I just, I enjoy watching Roman Reigns this year. I would pick watching him 10 times over Kenny Omega. And I know Kenny Omega is a better worker than him. It's just. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you, Well, in a different question, it was the same, but different. Uh, do you think Kenny Omega or Roman Reigns tells a better story in the ring? Well, like, some of Kenny Omega stuff is repeated, but he's I mean, if a you're better argue that if you're going to argue that, then every single match Roman Reigns has ends with Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, spear, pin. Yes. But again, you know, you're talking to a pro wrestling fan. I'm not really the entertainment guy. So like that, that was always the, the setup, the setup, the signature, the special move, the finisher, you know, I didn't put too much into that. It was just the fact that these, this is, is too, you know, it's, you got a big guy and he's in there. He's larger than life. It's a spectacle. It's more interesting to me to, to watch that than it is to watch two little guys. It's just like heavyweights in other sports. Like you watch boxing or MMA, the better fighters are always the smaller guys, but the big guys are the more or the bigger spectacle. And I just, that carries over with me in, in pro wrestling. I find it more interesting to watch power moves and big guys doing stuff than I am watching the others. But that goes against, I'm, I'm not just going off of that. I have enjoyed him more over the course of the year than I have Kenny Omega. And I'm not putting down Kenny Omega because obviously I think he is a better performer in the ring than Roman Reigns between the ropes. I, when it comes to interviews and promos, I pick Roman Reigns and I know you may disagree there, but I, I definitely disagree. I there. am a Kenny Omega. I don't like he's, I don't get into him at all. I try because everyone else talks about him so much but I've never been one to follow the crowd. I've not, and, and I just, Roman Reigns looks like a warrior. But like I said, I'm willing to concede. It goes to our difference my, in what we like in wrestling. My question to you is: is this you? 
you've said multiple times that Kenny Omega is the better wrestler between the ropes. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was the criteria. No, rest, wrestling isn't just between the ropes anymore. It's, it's you know, so there's building a storyline and then it's like believability. Like when I watch Kenny Omega, it looks like a dance. You know, they do in Roman Roman Reigns doesn't look like that in there. And I know that that's not as attractive to a lot of people, but when I watch Roman Reigns, it's brutality. I like that. <laughs> I like power moves, you know, guys and stuff that really looks like it hurts. I, I, I like that. And he brings that for me. Kenny Omega doesn't. Like when so I watch Kenny Omega, I'm like, oh, what kind of, what are they going to come up with? You know, I know they're different, but it's kind of like Ricochet. I like watching Ricochet just to see what kind of moves he's going to pull off. But in no way, he's a believable wrestler to me. But it's like, ah, this is going to be interesting. Let's see this. They might do something neat. It's like, oh, Lord, what are they going to come up with? I never think that when I'm watching Roman Reigns. I'm not curious about what they're going to come up with. I just want to see him go out and bah, bah, bah. I, and, that, I and, that's a, and that's a highlight for you? Like, that's that's a, that you're highlighting that and not, not downing that. You're, that it's that it's that it's predictable yeah it's well see i don't try to sit in this is who's gonna win i don't care about that because i'm not emotionally invested i just like seeing you know big guys pull off power moves it's not impressive to pick up brian danielson <laughs> you know what i mean but it's impressive to pick up a brock lesnar that's impressive to me and that that draws me to, that's what drew me to wrestling in the first place you know, when Coco Beware came on the screen, I wasn't really paying attention. And that's what you have in AEW, you have Coco Beware's, you know, and he's, he was a great wrestler and he, he was a high flyer. He could do all these moves, but he wasn't a big guy. So they never pushed him, but he would have got pushed in AEW. Do you disagree? Um, I guess it just depends, but I, I think I think you're right about that. Yeah, because you look at him and like Owen Hart and these guys, they could go. They just weren't big, but they could go. And AEW doesn't focus on guys being really big, so you just get these these cool spots in between the ropes. And and there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That just wasn't what I got into when I started watching wrestling. I saw the spectacle. It's like. AEW is watching natural bodybuilding. It's like these guys are in really good shape, but they're not monsters. It's not something I, you know, so I'd rather watch the pro bodybuilders. And and that was the WWE. Now they've gone, they've gone away from that. These aren't super giants anymore, but they're still, you know, big guys. You know, the Billy Gunn doesn't do anything exciting, but I see myself watching him because he looks capable. <laughs> and that that's always been what's what's kind of pulled me into it you know something i don't see every day someone that just looks like oh man he looks like he could really pull this off on a guy without somebody helping him do it and just through the course of the year because that's what i'm basing is on what they've done throughout the year i know you're saying like the kenny omega belt gimmick that didn't really mean anything to me none i mean the aew world championship the triple a championship the impact championship i i that's that's pretty good yeah i'm uh, yeah like those are you know things to mention i'm just saying like it didn't really mean much to me you know it it was just they wrote for him to get a bunch of belts 
but he didn't really have to pull anything off. And I felt like Reigns finally started to pull off a character. And some people felt he did before. I did, and I didn't buy him before. He just sounded scripted and boring and like a robot. Now I don't feel that way about him. I feel like maybe he's just a natural heel. And so I, I'm i not saying he's an MJF heel. There's different types of heels, but like I, I said, at, I'm I willing to concede to you because we I, have... I don't want it to be that simple. I don't want it to be that simple. I just want to I want to argue my points as well, just like you, you are arguing your points. Kenny Omega is involved in the longest storyline in wrestling today. It was until the end of the Hangman Adam Page feud. Um, he's the only wrestler out of the two, the top two, that has gotten five star from... Uh, <laughs> From uh, help me out here, Dave Meltzer. Uh, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> he gave a six star to him and the guy at Wrestle Kingdom for just kicking out of everything. Though, <laughs> I mean, Dave Meltzer's thing is not don't it, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> I know I don't pick on him. It's it, it's it's rough when you when someone creates a scale and then you go back and then you compare them to how they they looked at something years ago. And it, yeah, it'll ruin the credibility, but people evolve and devolve, you know, so. I look at it this way as well. Kenny Omega is the reason why the Forbidden Door was slammed open. Him and obviously, obviously the people behind the scenes at uh, in AEW, but, um, you know, Tony Khan. But he's also a reason why that the Forbidden Door was open. So other than just being a fantastic wrestler. No, no, let's not. I mean, you're saying lately because it's been open before. So, I mean, this this year was the door slamming open, though, uh, for for the forbidden door in wrestling. Like the only reason it's not in WWE is because they won't play ball. So so specifically, what do you mean? Because I've seen crossovers in WWE many times. Other promotions other people who have contracts with other promotions wrestling other people from other promotions with separate contracts like that people from new japan coming over to aew then subsequently those people from aew who care those new japan people they then go over to impact impact to well i mean look at the good brothers coming over to aew and you got Omega and everybody else who went over there. Christian Cage winning the AE or the uh, Impact World Championship. Are you saying it being on TV? Because WWE it, did that. They they're not they're not doing that and haven't done that for quite a long time. Yeah, but I'm saying they've done it before. That's what I'm saying. Like you're talking about right now because they did it before. They let Hogan drop the belt in Japan when he was a champ in WWE. They had in um, USWA wrestlers in NWA come in and defend the belt against their wrestlers, and their wrestlers went over there and did the same thing. Ever since they've been World Wrestling Entertainment, that is not a thing that's happened. They so they weren't WWE when ECW came in. They bought them though. They didn't have. They weren't. They didn't own ECW when they first came in. They did not own ECW then. Are you sure they didn't? Positive. E- Are you ECW sure failed after that. When WCW did their crossover with Japan and e- um, WWE let ECW pop up on their show and pl- and Pauly plug all their stuff, and then they disappeared after a month or so, that was way before all that invasion stuff. 
that's what got me watching ECW. I never really paid attention to it. And I see Sandman come up, bash his head. I was like, who are these guys? Then I started watching ECW. They didn't get a TV show for a while after that, but that's when I went over and started paying attention to them. Yeah, look it up. They didn't own I, ECW yet. I'm, I'm trying to figure, find out when they bought ECW. Um. Oh, good Lord. And Jerry Lawler went over to their company and made fun of them. And Paulie got mad. <laughs> this is a hard thing to search. Why is this so hard to search? Just just search when did WWE buy ECW? I did. Like too many things <laughs> pop up. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember specifically because I because I used to be in, you know. March third, two thousand and one. Yeah, see, it was way before then. I was in um middle school that's when, when they, they came That's up. when they that's when they bought yeah, ECW. see, and I was out of high school. I graduated in 2000, so it was way before then that they came over. And I'm but talking about they, the first time they popped up when Sabu tried to jump off the raw oh, side. I know, in the leg drop. Yeah, he did the leg drop. Well, he fell. No, he fell He off. fell, and, and they, caught, <laughs> yeah. they caught him. Yeah, that was like way before any of that stuff happened. And when, when they was, let Jerry Jerry that? bring his wrestlers over. When was that? But see, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember if that was WWE. Who did WWE. he wrestle? Who? It was Taz, right? Sabu didn't wrestle. He just popped up at the end of the... At, and he, they had and he like got a Donnie Brook. And then, yeah, I, I think... I just remember the scene that stuck out to me is all this stuff's going on, and suddenly this guy appears on the apron, and he starts beating his head with the can. And I was like, who the heck is this? <laughs> And then next thing you know, I'm, I turn and watch their show, and I see him come down the ring to enter the Sandman. And I thought, "This is." But it great. was World Re- it was World Wrestling Federation at that time. That's what I was saying because I I don't yeah. know when they started with the E. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't know when that started. Well, my 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 argument about the 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 whole Forbidden Door thing was ever since they've been WWE, that has been off the table completely. Yeah, because they bought all their not- competition. <laughs> I mean, not really, though. I mean, the indie circuit still could provide some awesome matches that that people could have, you know, loved to watch. And that's the that was my big problem is that they they tried to do something with New Japan last year, but only because they didn't want anybody else to. And Japan said, yeah, that's not going to work for me, brother. And they didn't. Yeah. And I and I I can't speak on lately. I was just saying like years ago when they bought ECW and they bought um, WCW. That was it. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we there are other organizations out there, but they weren't. There weren't the the wrestlers there weren't popular here. And WWE has always been about making money. You know, so and they'll try. You know, they'll bring in random people from different places to get fan reactions, and they don't get one. That's what got me when NW. You remember when they when they brought NWA into WWE? And they had the NWA title get defended and all of that, and no one cheered. They brought in the Rock and Roll Express, and no one cheered. Do you remember that? Uh, not as well as you do, apparently. Oh man, because it was a big deal to me. It's like, oh, Rock and Roll Express, and nobody cheered. It's like the only person they recognized was Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> nobody cheered. I was like, oh my gosh, this is not crazy. Much. But anyway, um. So we are still in a in a stalemate here from for the top two being Kenny Omega and 
Okay, let's okay. But see, like, I don't I don't have a problem conceding down. because I think it's just a difference of what you like. You know, so I'm basing it on accomplishments and quality of match type. That's what I'm that's what I'm basing. But see, it quality on. depends on what you like. Cause I like I like the like this the the big guy matches that if they were to happen, people would say Oh man, you know, oh they barely did this, blah 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 blah. I would always watch Sid and Undertaker over the rest of this. Cause they're your big guys. And like when I, I, I say That's man, a terrible argument, by the way. <laughs> I know it is to you, but I'm being honest. I'm being honest because when I see these guys, they are big scary guys to me. And then when I, I see Brian Danielson, I'm like, I can take him. <laughs> we uh we 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 are learning a valuable lesson that we potentially need to have a third person on these podcasts (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it it all comes from from generation though so like i again i i came from that era was giants and freaks and and so that's what i'm into and it's but are you saying that you're always no matter who's on the list you're always going to pick the big guy for number one no that that, that sounds bad no I'm, i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is it adds something to it. It makes me want to pay attention when the guy really looks capable. I, I remember just casually glancing at Raw and playing a video game, and then Brock Lesnar appeared on the screen. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If you take out your personal feelings, and I take out my personal feelings, which wrestler accomplished more to you? I mean, so I mean, what are we? We, what are we? So which one? Are you're saying like so one had one the belt, on, and you're saying one won the belt. I'm I'm trying. I guess I'm 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 trying to figure out how to word this. Which which person? Because I felt like Roman's had. Falls, I mean, Roman has he lost this year? Um, if it was, it was like a count out or something stupid. Or so he hasn't lost clean, <laughs> and I'm, but uh, all I'm saying is like when you say like personal feelings, like I don't have an emotional attachment to Roman Reigns. I was just saying, I opinion wise, I prefer, you know, that type of wrestler, and but. There's always been a situation like, you know, Mr. Perfect was all usually the best worker out there. You know what I mean? And I enjoyed watching him and Hulk Hogan was horrible, but I rather watch Hulk Hogan. I, There's I, your problem. I, I <laughs> no, not now, but back in the day. Yeah. Like Mr. Perfect was on Like Mr. Perfect was great. Hitman was great. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I, I was there to see Hulk Hogan. Andre the Giant was terrible, but I would not, whatever I'm doing, I would drop it to watch Andre the Giant. This is a- Yeah, we know, we know. You you walked uphill both ways in three feet of snow, (laughs) barefooted to watch Andre the Giant. We get it. I hopped on one foot to keep the other one dry. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> but no, but that, that, that way only one of them falls off because of frostbite. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, that that's all I'm saying. Like it's just like it's a difference in what I actually enjoy. So that's why I go with him. 
But again, I'm not at all putting down Kenny Omega. I'm not. I, I know why everybody likes him. You know, the same reason everybody likes Sean, but I wasn't a big fan you, of Sean's title era. Who do you think had the best, who has the best storylines or line or whatever of 2021? Because I, I can make an argument for both in that one. But what do you think? I mean, because what it really boils down to is the bloodline storyline versus Kenny Omega's belt collector gimmick slash hangman Adam Page redemption story. In a little bit, I guess, the Brian Danielson. I don't know. See, because none of those really meant anything to me. (laughs) They're the only storylines they've been in this year. I know, but I'm just saying, like, none of that that landed on me. (laughs) Then I, oh, man, you make it hard to, like, like, you can't justify either argument. Like, that's hard. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I boil it down, it just went to, which one did I enjoy more? And I enjoyed Roman Reigns. And, and that's all I'm saying, you know, so um, if 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 you want to count accomplishments. Oh, we all oh, no, we lost bigs. His his he just went out. <laughs> it's we're we're a little more than two hours and 10 minutes or 12 minutes into this podcast. I, I don't know where I'm going to edit this at, but bigs is gone. Biggs has uh he he has dropped offline. Therefore, he is forfeited. He is for- <laughs> he's forfeited his uh number two and number one pick. Listen, you guys. Personally, you know where I stand. I think that Kenny Omega should be the top wrestler of twenty twenty one. He thinks that Roman Reigns should be. If we could. If we could make them both number one, we probably would. He just messaged me and said his power went out. He's <laughs> Let's give him a call. Let's give him a call. I'm going to put him on speakerphone. This is going to be the worst audio quality ever. Well, I'm literally holding the microphone, holding the phone up to the microphone. <laughs> oh, there you are. Now you're back, but you're not recording. It's not coming through here. I hear, I, I hear you in my headphones now. It's recording now. Uh-huh. All right. So I just want to say I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I, though I still am going to be consistent in saying that. I did enjoy Roman Reigns more through the year. I have to be consistent also in saying I cannot go by my enjoyment. There are other wrestlers that I've eliminated that I enjoyed more than wrestlers that I kept on the list. In case you guys are wondering, the reason his power went out is because I sent a hitman over there and threatened him to say what he's saying right now. (laughs) Yes, I didn't want to get my thumbs cut off. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you saw that Dark Side of the Ring episode. Have you seen that? Which one was that? Oh man, I think it was XPW. 
Um, one of the wrestlers in there was oh, got involved yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, promoters. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember. How did I, that is such a weird thing to be like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. How, I must have put that out of my brain because, well, because of what it is. You, you know, like that, that's how you devolve a person. Because you the opposable thumb, that that's a lot of what makes us who we are. <laughs> I just recently got a 3D printer for Christmas and I found a file to have a, a sixth finger on your right hand or left hand and it's a thumb on beside your pinky and I'm I'm super thinking about printing that out and figuring it out. <laughs> this is <laughs> and <laughs> I will be on I can't wait for like a thousand years from now someone to dig that up and just wonder what the heck we were doing. By then we'll have six thumbs or six hand fingers. On <laughs> I hand. did see a child on TikTok that was born with five fingers and one thumb. Her her hands look completely normal, and she was moving her fingers around fine. It's just you know that this young lady is going to go through life never being able to try on gloves in a store. That's true. It's like, that's, man. that's a weird place for you to go. All right. So we have a top 10 <laughs> list that we are having difficulty agreeing on, on the very ending of it. Where and are we I, at? Where I'm, are we I'm, at? I'm, I'm, I'm conceding because though oh, I, as, you want to go no, to sleep. I, I'm, I'm thinking, sleep. I'm thinking about it. So just because I enjoy him more, there are wrestlers on our list that I've eliminated earlier. Because though I enjoyed them more than other wrestlers, I didn't feel like they accomplished as much. And though I enjoyed Roman Reigns' character more than Kenny Omega's character, Kenny Omega did more through the year. So I got to go with Kenny Omega. But I just personally, I enjoyed Roman Reigns' character more, which is why I ranked him higher. You're making me feel bad for for saying that Kenny Omega is the number one because you conceded. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. You know what? Because, Hey, he's now he's number two. And it, it's, it's not like I'm saying he doesn't deserve to, to, to be ranked high. It's not like he didn't make this top 10 list for the year. I just liked his work this year, but he didn't, really accomplish much in wwe you get the belt and then that's it they don't do too many special things so he didn't have the opportunity to really do much more than he's done so i'll give him that much but i did enjoy watching him more it's just you know kenny omega get did more stuff you heard it here guys kenny omega did more in eight months than roman reigns did all year <laughs> that's not saying a whole lot though <laughs> you also right. worked the match with the broom here's what i really want here is what i actually actually really really want from you guys and i'm gonna say this i'm gonna put a message in the front of the podcast i think i'm going to in order to um promote this but you guys go to the quit the build quit the build facebook page and go to where our video or our, our, sorry, our podcast is going to be for episode eight. It gets put there immediately after I post it, like follow along and leave us some comments and let us know what you think about this argument. 
It's, yeah. It, yeah, I want to know what you think. I want to know if you think that I'm wrong. I want to know if you think Biggs is wrong. I want to know all of that stuff. Do you not agree with how low or how high CM Punk or Britt Baker or MJF or, or whatever? Let us know what your opinion is on our top 10. And we, we really, that's the one thing that we're missing from this podcast is we're, we're still not at the stage yet where we have crowd feedback, fan feedback. I want to see that so bad. Please, if you're listening to this, go to the Facebook page, follow along or quit the build and do me a favor and leave us a comment. I want to see it. Yes. I'm really curious to know what you think. And any Kenny Omega marks and want to come at me, come at me, bro. Oh boy. <laughs> Double DQ 2021 top 10 wrestlers of the year. Number 10, CM Punk. Number nine, Eddie Kingston. Number eight, Bobby Lashley. Number seven, Darby Allen. Number six, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> Number five, Britt Baker. Number four, Hangman Adam Page. Number three, Brian Danielson. The American Dragon. Number two, Roman Reigns. Number one, Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is disrespecting. <laughs> no, because honestly, let's be honest. These two are pretty interchangeable. They're pretty interchangeable from for what it is. If we had that hard of a time, still inconclusive, honestly, about our number two and number one. That just shows how amazing wrestling has been this year, especially look at that top five in no specific order. Britt Baker and then shit, let's go higher. Look, <laughs> Darby Allen, MJF, Britt Baker, Hangman Adam Page, Brian Danielson, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. Like, seriously, I could make an argument for that entire top five to be anywhere in the number one spot for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's an incredible it's an incredible year to be a wrestling fan. It's also an incredible year to listen to the Double TQ podcast. That was a really <laughs> that was a really terrible <laughs> plug. But but you know what? You're you should tell your friends. Your uh, friends should tell their parents. Their parents should tell their grandparents, or your grandparents, or I don't know. Why don't you tell some people about the Dad Going Podcast? I'm tired. I love the tunnels you go through. <laughs> it's the, they're, they're the ones I live in. <laughs> hey, at least your power didn't go out. That was amazing. I'm next. It's going to happen. If mine, <laughs> hey, if mine goes out, you might as well forget it. No one's hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that that doesn't happen. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, it's been the longest podcast that we've done and probably will do until the next time we do a list. <laughs> Hopefully Absolutely. we'll get somebody else involved who can be the tiebreaker for whatever we have. Uh, I I'm honestly surprised that we had so many that we agreed on. That was actually kind of cool. Yeah, I actually thought we were going to agree on most until we got to the top five. It went um, a little further past that. Um, it, it was like you're reading my mind, which you could be doing since you are evolving um, to six fingers and all, but I'm um, pretty good at, I'm pretty good at evolving. So, <laughs> but yeah, that was good. I expected us to disagree on um, number one. I saw that coming, especially since AEW's paying you off. 
They do. Uh, the check's in the mail. Actually, uh, my bonus from Tony Khan hasn't come yet, and I'm kind of upset. So <laughs> that's why that argument took so long. We'll, 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 we'll be all right. We'll yeah, be all right. Me and, me and Mr. Khan, we, we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> Mr. Khan. I'm waiting for him to, to make the classic promoter move where he decides to make himself champion. That will not happen. I can guarantee you. <laughs> don't don't jinx it. It's not don't mess happen. it up for it's all. It's not gonna happen. Stop stop your stop your fabrication of reality right all now. All right, we'll see when he becomes the Joker and slides in the ring and does a a Leo Rush move. We'll see. How incredible of a year is it that we did all that and we didn't even say people like uh like AJ Styles? You know, like that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent out there right now. Omos is not one of them. He could be, in your line of sight, a very good big guy if they <sighs> if they figure it out. I mean, he's about to have a one-on-one match with AJ Styles and then probably go on a, like a, you know, a singles tear. So we'll let's see. see what they do with it. We'll see if this is... If it's like another great Kali type situation, that man or... will be the longest reigning United States champion ever. That's my goal. That's my prediction. I mean, <laughs> I don't think they'll put him in the main spot due to his inability to perform at this stage, but I do think they'll give him a title sooner than later. That U.S. title is a classic, man. Whenever I think of it, I just think of Arn Anderson showing my age. Oh, I thought you showed your age when you talked about uh, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and um, uh, you. You know how Kamala bad that and- was <laughs> on the news. They were showing people in line, and I ate snack food and watched that. <laughs> this has been episode eight of the Double DQ podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a happy new year. We hope that you had a very good Christmas. If you don't celebrate it, then I hope that you were still having a good time with family and friends. Um, yeah. Let's hope yes. that 2022 is a better year for everyone's physical health. <laughs> and hopefully wrestling uh, continues to trend upwards. I know there's a big uh, thing going on right now where a couple wrestlers actually tested positive for covid and day one is in jeopardy uh so again this wasn't the news show but we may need to talk about that in a future episode but keep everyone safe keep everyone happy and healthy and uh enjoy your time yes thank you so much for hanging out with us and i hope you all have a safe and happy holiday and remember that um hope your power doesn't go out don't say that could happen again luckily it's not cold right now it's like 70 degrees today it was weird that's weird (laughs) that's super weird you were gonna say roman rain something what were you gonna say i don't live in the past (laughs) i was gonna say roman reigns is really number one and i just put on the show for you earlier but it's okay listen i I will absolutely agree that Roman Reigns is the solidest number two that's ever existed. (laughs) Like if, if he's as solid as, as you could possibly get the foundation 
that Roman Reigns laid out for Kenny Omega to be the number one is incredible. It's, <laughs> you know, and, and, and don't and call me tomorrow. Fun. I'm mad at you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but look, we're next year. We'll do this and watch all the names be completely different. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Darby um, Allen will be number three. MJF will be probably top five. You're not, you're probably not wrong. Like if I'm looking at this list, honestly, I see several people who they are going to be setting up to be the, the top of the mountain for sure. So I agree. it'll be an interesting year. I can't wait to see it. I love being a wrestling fan and I appreciate you uh, taking this time and listening and Biggs, I appreciate you wasting uh, this much time with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been a lot of fun, and thank you all again for hanging out with us. And man, I can't wait for twenty twenty two. Just wanted to be a, I just wanted to be a good year and a safer year for everyone. Absolutely, guys. Thank you again. This has been episode eight of the WDQ podcast. Uh, quick reminder: go check quick quit. Hmm. Go check quit the build and uh, <laughs> look them up on uh, their website and on Facebook. Follow along and please leave us some comments. We want to see you. We know you're listening. We know some people in Australia listen to us, apparently, <laughs> which is amazing. Do us a favor. Come say hi. We want to interact with you. Please do. All right. I've been Enzo. I almost said Biggs. That's how tired I am. I've been Enzo. And I'm Biggs. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>